I was in Pacific Beach, the La Jolla Comedy Store condo. I was in San Diego this weekend. And uh, Hormoz was going out there to go waiting in the water. And I'm on my crutches, so I'm like, I'm not going to go. But then I was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm going to go. And I fucking crutched out there on one leg, barefoot, onto the beach. People were staring at me like, where are you going? The crutches keep sinking into the sand. So I'm out there up to my knee, between, between my knee and my waist in water. Right next to us, the fucking water guard, lifeguard, is um, the water cup is uh, he's yelling at people. Come in. The, to- the undertow's too much. The undercurrent's too high over there. You might come in now. Come towards the beach now. And I'm standing there up to my knees on crutches in the water. Right at the base of my shorts. On crutches. And he just looks. It's like, what the? Fun times. It's hard to stay afloat in the water on one leg. Listen, you guys. Welcome to Ari Shavir's Skeptic Tank. Episode, I don't know, 257? It's possible it was 257. Today's episode is interesting. I talked to some army people. No, I'm saying that wrong. I talked to some army contractors, some U.S. government contractors who spend time doing that job. You know when they talk about two contractors got killed in the Middle East? Remember American Sniper when that dude was sniping people? Sniping contractors. That's who he was killing from fucking 2,000 yards away. Even though earlier in the movie, in the okay, listen, movies set up whatever world they want to set up. But then you got to stay true to the world that you set up. So earlier in that movie, he says the longest shot that has ever been recorded is like a thousand yards. And he's like, only two men could make that shot from a thousand yards. And then later in the movie, with no additional information, this dude is making shots from 2,000 yards away. What a fucking garbage ass movie that was. Are you saying Chris Kyle wasn't a hero? Yeah, if he was an executive producer of that movie, then yes, I'm saying he wasn't a hero. Um, anyway, so these guys were those murdered people. <laughs> they went out there and they worked for the fucking army doing their grunt work. And uh, we had a long talk about it. I was in Denver at the Comedy Works. These guys came to my show. They actually, the two guys, when I was filming, when I was uh, paying for my special, my first special, I had um, I had extras you could buy. I, I, I recorded my special on chill.com, and I had these extras you could buy to help me pay for the special. You know, I didn't have a big fan base. I was trying to do a $5 download thing. It's passive-aggressive, which, by the way, is being featured on Comedy Central app right now, I've heard. So if you go to the Comedy Central app on Apple TV, um, you can watch my special, probably the 45 minute version of it, but maybe the, the hour or 10 ver- minute version of it, maybe 72 minutes. Um, uh, anyway, so when I was paying for it, we had to figure out other ways to get people to, 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 I mean, to pay for the production. So we figured out, make t-shirts, make limited edition stuff. We did that for paid regular too. Um, stuff people can get limited edition t-shirts, anything like that. And one of the things was go to a, Passover Seder with Ari Shafir. Have Ari Shafir come to your Passover Seder. It was like a high price thing. A lot of times we just made jokes about him. One of them, though, was 
uh, go to a sporting event with Ari Shafir. 666 bucks. And uh, somebody took me up on it. Somebody helped me pay for my special. And he, he bought it. And then I was going to be in Denver for those comedy work shows and skiing with Renazisi and Simone. And then uh, he was like, hey, let's go to a Nuggets game while you're in town. And I was like, oh, all right, sure. Yeah, time to pay the piper. And fucking, I like sporting events. But I couldn't go before because I was going uh, with Simone and Renazisi. So I was like, I can't do it before. And I was coming right from somewhere else. So I came on Sunday. So I was like, I can't do it before. Maybe afterwards I was going to go to, I was going to go to, uh, steamboat and go skiing more but i wish i had now but uh yeah i can do it then or if you guys want we can go skiing together and they were like yeah let's do that let's go skiing together so we're gonna go fucking get high and go ski the slopes and you know and wherever steamboat anyway didn't work out but we did go to a nuggets game it was fucking great did we go to a capital hockey game no we went to a nuggets game yeah yeah went to a nuggets game yes um, fun as shit. Fun as shit. But anyway, we got to talking. These guys were army contractors. Man, you know how I am with these podcasts. Once you get a chance to do one, you fucking do one. So, um, yeah, we did one. We did a podcast about what it's like to be an army contractor. Go over there and fucking work for them. And, and you sort of, there's so many different scenarios they put in. It's strange. It's strange. We're going to get into it right now. I do, by the way, for the outro, I'm going to have another Dope Meals with Ari Shafir um, about this place in San Diego. Ooh. Anyway, I'll get back to it later. But this episode is being brought to you by Squarespace. Um, if you want to build a website, Squarespace is the way. If you have, you know, $10,000 to build a site, that's fine. Fucking do that. But if you're like regular people and just want to build a site yourself, it's hard as shit. But Squarespace makes it super easy. You can just drag and drop shit, build it, wait. It's, it makes it so simple. It's easier than HTML or WordPress. It's way easier than that. You got something. I know you got something you fucking obsess over and you want to you wanna build it. You want to build your site. You want everyone to know. I have a good idea, but I, I don't want to give it away yet. But I am going to ask for everybody's help when I when I do it. I'll build this that site on, on squarespace.com. So do it, guys. Fucking do it. Build your site. They got easy-to-use tools, templates. You know, if it's worth it. If it's worth it, show it off to people. So start your free trial today. If you visit squarespace.com slash Ari, uh, and you should... Uh, build your fucking site. Go to Squarespace. Build a site now and get started. It's really cheap. I've, I've done it. I've walked through the process. It's cheap as shit. But um, yeah, do it. Squarespace.com slash Ari. Uh, and you get a free trial with that. So help support the podcast. Help support them. They're, it's a cool company. It really, if you want to build a site for anything, selling fucking used crutches online. Damn it. Why didn't I get... I should have gotten one of those, those wheelchair things, but not full wheelchairs. You know how it's just... Uh, it's like you just bend your knee backwards, like your dwarf on golf, but o- over the surface, and, and you just you can wheel on one leg. And some lady told me on the airplane that uh, she bought one, but she bought one used because it costs like two hundred new. 
used car, like it's like a hundred to rent for a month, and she only needed it for a month. She figured out other people have bought it. Went online, got one for a hundred, and now she owns it. And she's turning around, selling it for fifty. These are the kind of sites you can build on Squarespace.com. Let's get on with the episode. Thanks, seriously. Thank you, Squarespace, for sponsoring this. Um, yeah. By the way, I am too afraid of going over to these places that these guys served uh, because the Jewish thing—they're just uncool. They're uncool with Jews in a lot of ways. Um, by the way, you guys, I'm going to read a couple emails from people because they seem super fucking interesting and I think they're relevant. Here's one that makes me think, and by the way, this is the reason I'm saying this, is because Shroomfest is coming up July 16th through the 18th. So get your mushrooms now. Some are going around LA now. It's flush with mushrooms. LA is flush with mushrooms. If you guys want to prepare for this, now's the time to put out feelers. They're, they're everywhere now. This guy Eric Anderson wrote me. My contact form at contact at arishafir.com. Subject, tripping and backpacking. Message body, you like to camp. Take it to the next level and go for a few days. Go deep into nature and trip. If you can get to your car while tripping, you are doing it like a bitch. Well, interesting theory, Eric. Interesting theory, indeed. I'm kind of down with it. That's a great idea. I want to. Um, yeah, I want to. If you can't get to your shit, you know what I mean? If you can't get to like even like any sort of safety, then you're out there. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you guys, uh, this week on This Is Not Happening, it's all stories of family. Don't forget, set your DVRs. 12.30 a.m. on Comedy Central to watch an all-new This Is Not Happening. Brett Ernst, Moshe Kasher, Hannah Friedman. Uh, two of those were my favorite stories. Like, just great stories. I'll let you guys decide. And on Tuesday, on the YouTube page, Joey Diaz's first story is coming out. Yoss! We set a precedent for use of a word for this story. So, everybody check out This Is Not Happening playlist on YouTube. Sometime at some point Tuesday, Diaz's story is coming out, and also um, check. This is a digital only one. This one isn't going to be on TV, and uh, and set your DVRs and watch those stories on TV. Help support that. Tell a bunch of friends to watch it too. If you're enjoying the show, tell a shitload of friends to watch it so it goes again. Um, and really, it's really so that it's really so that people can all watch it. That's really why I want people to watch it. Tell your friends so they can watch fucking cool stories. This is what TVs can be, by the way. This is what TV stand-up can be. Cool shit like this. So, support it. Um, All right, should we start the episode? I'm going to be in Irvine on uh, March 24th, the Irvine Improv, with Danish and O'Neill and Jerron Horton uh, coming with me, and that'll be the Tempe Improv on April. No, March 31st, April 1st, April 2nd. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So come on out to that. Tomorrow also is the This Is Not Happening show at the Belly Room at the Comedy Store. Harlan Williams doing it. Uh, Tiffany Haddish, Dom Herrera, Ryan O'Neill from Danish and O'Neill. And one other person, I forget. And then uh, the following Sunday, the 20th, we're doing one. And then the 29th, we're doing one. All in the Belly Room. Get tickets at AriTheGreat.com. They're just $5, and the money goes to the comedians, not like the UCB, because fuck them. All right, you guys, let's start the episode. Uh, 
Um, and the end of the road tour has been going great. It's the final year I'm on the road. I'm not going to be doing it in 2017. So if you are in Irvine or if you're in Tempe, this is your last chance to see me until like 2018. So come on out. The new hour is going great. Ladies and gentlemen, Ari Shapiro Skeptic Tank, episode 257, probably, maybe eight, but probably seven. I haven't thought of a title yet. Hmm. I mean, it has something to do with contractors, U.S. Army contractors. I'm not just going to call it U.S. Army contractors. Oh, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. It's because they barely did any work. All they talk about is fucking how little fucking work they did. Money for nothing. Does that work? I mean, it doesn't say anything about contractors. Money for nothing. Money for nothing. Yeah, I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with that. Episode 257, air 8. Money for nothing. With these two guys whose names I can't say. Okay. Let's start the episode. sidetracked before I even started. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you want me to call you guys? <laughs> A and B? <laughs> what? Josh and Brandon. Okay. Josh and Brandon. Very nice. <laughs> well, cool. First of all, you guys drove fucking how many hours to get here, which I love? 12. 12 from Idaho? 12 from wherever? Should I not even say where you guys are from? <laughs> okay. I don't know how secretive you're trying to be. <laughs> how much? Like, How much did they research... Like, how much would they even, like, you know what I mean? Like, if Edward Snowden was like, oh, I'm in a windowless room. They're like, oh, well, let's find out where, where you know what I mean? Would they even care about you guys? No. Like, the, 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 the most ridiculous component of it is they're so disorganized. Like, they just leaked all of our information. Like the, what do you mean? The, op, uh, the Office of Personnel Management. Yeah. Like anybody that had a clearance literally got their identity stolen by that. Like the hackers got in for over a year, they were had access to the database. Really? Yeah. So like over a year, they had, they didn't know there was a breach. Right. Right. So wait, every, this is the government side or the contractor side? No, the government side. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I just so, got a letter out of nowhere, just like, uh, yeah. By the way, if you want to help protect your security, <laughs> you can call this number and. <laughs> That's because he's uh, military as well. Like as a dirty contract, you're like a second class citizen. So they didn't even notify us. Like they just said, like, sorry, you're fucked. No, they didn't say anything. You saw it on CNN. Like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. And if it was Best Buy, they remember when Best Buy took like five days to tell their customers that it was like, oh, everything's target. was the same way. It was target. It was sorry. It wasn't Best Buy. It was target. Yeah. Sorry. Best Buy. (laughs) They're like, we didn't even do it. (laughs) But yeah. And then they're like, well, we're trying to see how, how much was breached and if we can contain it. But like, they're like every day people are like, how dare you? Because they might lose business. American government is going to lose any business. Right. 
you get nothing. You you, you get uh, no support. They, they, but it's just it's that's what's wrong with the government as a whole. Like they're just not organized, and the people that are doing it. I mean, there's some good people, but yeah. a lot of it is they're, they're fucking idiots. Like that's. The, I mean, there's idiots in every facet of, of you know any job. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, it's a problem with any job. It's right. working for somebody like, wait, you're an idiot. Why do I have to do what you say? Right. And like, yeah. People that are in control over all these top secret documents and <laughs> our own identities that just start <sighs> fucking off. You know? Wait, so who was hacking in there? Do they know? Uh, I don't think they ever came out and actually said. Uh, what do they have? Just your social security numbers and like what else? Address. Like, well, whenever you apply for a, a clearance, you have to document everything about your where you've been the last like twenty years. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean it's a pain. It's a super pain in the ass. To- Dude, I can't even do that when they ask me like, "What's your address?" and I tell them like, "What was your address before that?" Right. I'm like, "Oh, uh, yeah. I think something like this." Passport, I- you have to start flipping through your passport to get visas. Start yeah. contacting people to, so you can apply for the the clearance or whatever. Yeah. So and then you get like an interim for a few months or whatever to as they research it. But uh, yeah, I think or I was just reading a stat. Uh, before he came here, I think there's five million people that have cl- clearances right now. It, What's a yeah? In order to to even get uh, uh, email address like an army email or something, you have to pass a security clearance. It used to be you didn't have to to before. get an army email. Yeah, now even to get an email address, you have to go through a security clearance. Really? To get an email address? Yeah. Because then you can get into this. Why? It's stupid. <laughs> Fuck it. Do you get an army e- email account? Uh, you, yes. Depending on like what contract you're working. Okay. With. What's, it, what's clearance mean? Like, uh, like, like there, there's a bunch of different like levels to clearances. So, like, secret would be like the most basic clearance where you're, you're going to be in a room where there's sensitive do- like locations and shit like that. Oh. I mean, it's not. It's not like you're fucking repelling in or you know some Mission Impossible shit. It's just you have access to information that would contain. Just like, making sure you're not a spy. Right. Just some general form. I think. Uh, so, do USO people have to get that? Like when Simone goes overseas to like uh, entertain the troops, he's, he's not going in any like secure facilities. Yeah. Okay. Like it's just. I mean, they probably do like a, uh, like a confidential background check or something. It's, it's pretty. It's pretty basic. Even though it's basic, it's still a thirty-page document that I had to fill out. For what? <laughs> your entire, like you said, your housing history, your work history. <sighs> to a thirty-page document, so, I'd be like, it's not worth it. I don't want the job. I don't want the job. No, I had the same idea, and I was like, well, you know, I'll skip over a few things, you know, and whatever, yeah. you know, just tell them, oh, I forgot, right. you know. <laughs> Little did I know, like two months ago, some FBI agent calls me. He goes, Brandon. I go, yeah, I need to meet you tomorrow. What? Yeah. <laughs> did you left pages blank? Because, well, I, I didn't tell the full story on some stuff, like in high school, you know, like some stupid shit in high school. <laughs> yeah, when they're like, have you ever tried drugs? You're like, well, if I say yes, am I not going to get the job? Yeah. I mean, you're forcing me to say no. How about we just go through the ones that we haven't done? <laughs> yeah. What do you think of drugs? Yeah. I mean, I haven't done heroin. He literally showed up the next day to interview me. Really? Like two hours. Yeah. Wow. When I got out of there, I was like, holy shit. Like, maybe I am a criminal. <laughs> you start feeling like Dug I am part of the problem? Everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So they just have to tell what, like, how much you should be allowed to go in different places. That's what clearance is. Well, and like, the, I think the biggest uh, reason why people don't get a clearance now, yeah. the, the most common reason is like their credit is fucked. So you can't get cleared if you have bad credit, right? Because why? Who cares? You're susceptible to being. Died. Boom. That's it. That's why they don't like uh, athletes uh, betting on games that aren't theirs. Sure. Because like, what's the difference if I'm if I'm Kobe Bryant? I bet on a fucking right. Knicks Blazers game. What's the difference? Like, because you're associating with people who are like. Once you start losing, like, well, we have a way for you to make it up. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, so that's the most common way that people 
Like and you did contracted too, Brandon? Yep. And uh, Army Reserves also. You started the Army Reserves? Yep. My, my half-brother was that, some captain in the Army Reserves, and he had to go to... So where'd you guys go? Afghanistan? Yep. And Is I've that where you met? To, I've been to, uh, yeah, we met in Afghanistan as, as contractors. Yeah. So you finished your tour or whatever? I went to Africa in uniform for a year and a half. Uh-huh. Did a tour over there. Africa? And, yeah. Did you find any of those virgins you can fuck to get rid of your AIDS? <laughs> no, they're all sewn up. Still trying. Still trying. <laughs> like, like they family. sew them up so that they can't get yeah. raped? Yeah. Wait, the, what? The area we were in, we are uh, Ethiopia, Djibouti, Somalia. Um, the tribes sew up the girls until they're... So no one can come in and get them? Yeah. And then they unsew the... How do they pee? Like when they marry and stuff. How do they pee? <laughs> I didn't ask questions. I was just like... How do girls pee in general, I guess? I don't, I don't really know. I guess if you sewed it up, it could still work, right? Yeah. I mean, if I sewed my dick to my leg, I guess I could still pee down yeah. my leg as long as the hole wasn't shut. Just messy every time they go there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where do girls... Where does it come out of the whole slit? Where does it, what happens when girls piss? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I guess I've never looked. So then you, then you was like, "Fuck it, let me go back and work for the military." The money is so oh, the money is just night and day. What's the money? What's the money? Well, I know there's no money for actually serving in the military, right? They give you like four bucks a day. Uh, depends on your rank. Yeah. yeah Who makes higher- more, prisoners or or <laughs> army people? Yeah, the higher rank, you, you can get paid pretty good with because when you go overseas, they call it combat pay and, and hazard pay, hazard pay, and stuff like that that you get added onto your check. So. It, it's okay. Oh, they do that for commercials too. If you have to fall down steps, they give you an extra twenty bucks. <laughs> take, take one for the team. Yeah, my friend Mike Black had to get like pushed into a, a one of those ping pong tables that like folded up, so they had to fold them up in one. Yeah. So like twenty bucks extra, hazard pay. All right. And he was like, I don't know if that's worth the risk of me breaking something. Um. So what? So what's the pay for contractors? It, well, it definitely depends on the. What you're doing? Skill set. Like, right, if you're a manager. Do they have managers and stuff? Yeah. I mean, yeah. every job that you would have, you have the same shit there. You know what I mean? Like, right. The hierarchy. Like, like the program manager, like as a contractor, you're the PM of your contract would be the, like, the highest guy in the region, uh, typically. But then it goes down to the guys that are like scrubbing floors or, you know, right, right, right. electricians or whatever. But if you're a... If, and keep in mind, this is the, the times change. The the Let's try to keep it closer. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> the you got paid more if you were there, like closer to the start date. Towards the end, it became like garbage pay. Oh, so really? Why? The drawdown, like the, well, yeah, and and more people willing to do it, and more people knowing about right. the, the jobs that are available. Oh, right. like so weed. It, it became yeah, more yeah. the yeah. early days of weed. It was a cash grab, and now yeah. people like my friend is a grower. Is like you can barely make anything anymore because there's so many people growing that right. it's like same type of thing. And like any skilled position, though, you're easy, easily over 150 a year. Yeah, really. Two, yeah. Like an IT guy will make 200 grand without yeah. question. Like, and it's. So it's the same as any type of job. Let's say any, that the building is building somewhere. They would have all the same positions, but their building's building there instead of right. in That guy was Kansas making City. 120 grand a year. And now in there, he'll make how much? Uh, well, like here, he probably makes 40,000 a year. He goes there, he's making 120. Wow. Yeah. It's in federally, the first 96,000 is tax-free. What? Yeah. So you guys don't pay any tax on the first ninety six thousand dollars. Right. That's an extra thirty five thousand dollars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's an extra thirty five grand. Yeah. 
Uh, but you had to be there certain days in a fiscal year. Right? You couldn't or be. Right? You you had to be outside the United States for 330 days, which is yeah. fucking awesome. Anyways, you make <laughs> a shit ton of money. So like, we would go to uh, like Japan. We went to. I was on Mount Fuji when the the nuclear meltdown happened. <gasps> really? Yeah, but that was it facilitated strictly because. I had money to travel because of Afghanistan. You know what I mean? So, like, there's so many positives about going to Afghanistan. Wait, is one of your positives that you were in a nuclear meltdown? Is that one of the positives yeah. you were listening? Wait a, wait a minute. Wait a second. It seems flawed right now. It was pretty awesome at the time. I wasn't in Afghanistan. Could you see it and shit? Uh, no, you, I would love to light my cigarette well, off the fucking... How, how, how far were you actually, though? Like, how, uh, So, we uh, we were on Mount Fuji when it actually happened. So, yeah. it's you know way the fuck away. So, uh, we were just got out of the, like, the gondola ride up the mountain... And then you're in the little gift shop, and then like you're like, what the fuck's going on? I feel like I'm drunk, you know, and that's radiation. <laughs> no, no, it was the the earthquake. Like that's oh 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 oh. Was, oh. I was just, like, at what point in this? It's fucking too close. It's the radiation. <laughs> uh, that's cool. So wait, so as long as you stay out of America, you can still yeah. It's it's federally taxed. You had to be out of the country for 330 days. So if you had a break. If you had a, a week off, you just, you just couldn't go to America. Right. You go to Thailand, Dubai. Oh, all hell yeah. Yeah. You could, How as much? long as you stayed those 33.30. Like, you could go back and forth, but as long as it didn't extend more than... 30 that? days. 30 days. 30 days yeah. in the year. Yeah, 36 yeah. So could, days in a year. So you fly back, see somebody for a few days. Like, I came back for a wedding. Yeah. But... But you're like, tick, tick, tick. Right. Get out of here. I mean, people that... You're an idiot if you stay there because you give up $35,000. They do this in China. If you have a tourist visa, you can only stay for, I think, six months or a year. Something like that. So all these people, they just want to extend their tourist visa and they work. So they just like Japan go right over the border then yeah. right back. Yeah. Like they literally cross the border, get a stamp and come yeah. right back. Like I work tomorrow, so I can't, I can't be gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, what the, it's a scam, you know? The, yeah. The, so what did you guys do? What was your jobs? Uh, I was a, a field service rep for like drilling like water wells. What does that mean, field service rep? Uh so the like Navy, the do? Army, and the Air Force all bought water well drilling rigs to drill wells on their remote bases over there, so they had water. Uh-huh. Um, the FSR is like a tech that goes along with the equipment that troubleshoots or helps them with any questions or anything like that. It's like a civilian on site to help the the military with any drilling operations or anything like that. So like, what kind of questions would they have that would, they would need you? Basic drilling questions. You know, they run into any problems with uh, while well, they're drilling a hole. You know, what do we do here? Because you have experience in it? Yeah. Okay. That's, what, that's what my job in the military, that's what I was doing in Africa. Setting uh, up wells for people? Yep. And so you took that skill and you're like, I'll just put, I'll go private with it? Yep. That's the, the Army commercials. That's the benefit. They're like, we will train you for yeah. a good job. Oh, yeah. And I always tell people too, you know, there's a lot of good and bad things I got out of the military. And obviously that's one of the good things. I mean, they do, there's, you can find good on it. You just got to. You know, <laughs> yeah. Apply yourself, I guess. Yeah, and then your testicle was shot off, so that's a negative. I <laughs> yeah, guess. that's good too. Right? <laughs> so you're right back on. <laughs> Man, if I could have one part of my body shot off, it'd be my testicles. <laughs> just let them go. <laughs> yeah, I'm like then I don't have kids, right? I guess still, as long as it was just the testicles. Um, what did you do? IT. So I was like IT. a network engineer. So doing a computer shit. Both mostly. I mean, you guys didn't. Did you even have to get your hands dirty? Brandon? No. It was just overseeing stuff. Yeah. And then they have their own mechanics. I just, 
And if they needed to order parts, they'd order them through us. I'd put in the orders and get it to them. But you never have to pick up heavy equipment or do any uh, actual labor. No, no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Not, <laughs> what are we, animals? <laughs> Common folk? <laughs> Grunts. <laughs> no, um, they, they did everything, which, I mean, is good training and experience for them. But, you know, we were just there to say, hey, this is what you got to And how much would the people you're overseeing get paid in the Army? Or whoever's uh, doing compared it. Compared to our pay, I bet you one fifth of what we're making. Wow! It's such it's it's so crazy on how the all the like the new recruits. Yeah, they look at you like uh, like you're a cash cow. Like oh, they're just putting in their time until they can go to a private contract. Like that, the first four years. Oh, really? They all just making connections and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Do you, do they do that? Do they try to network and say like like with you? Do they try to like tell oh, yeah. you like hey, you know, I'm going to be out in six months. I'd love to. Yeah, stay uh, out here for sure. The smart con- yeah. or the smart, the ones that are motivated to right. go somewhere, yeah, or do something. The other you ones, know? Are, you know, uh, some of the other guys are just there to collect a check. Yeah. As I say about TSA, that's yeah. half of them are just there to get a check, and the other half are like, the government's a good job, so I'll just put my time, my two right. years in here, and then I can move to something like normal where people don't spit in my face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not bothering innocent civilians. Um, wow, that's cool. Did you get along with the military? Um, there. Yeah. Did they hate be, you guys or be, was it being formed in the military? I think it was a lot easier for me. Oh, right. I could really relate to what they were doing, mm-hmm. but, um, I had ran into complications myself even where something's happening or something's going on. And like, Oh, you're just a contractor. You know, who cares about it, you? You know, you literally yeah. couldn't eat at the same time as the other military folks. Yeah. Like really? Yeah. It's like you're a fucking second class citizen to them. Oh yeah. For that's sure. getting paid well, five times more than them. <laughs> and that's where the animosity came from too. You know, they look at you like, Dude, what the fuck? Right. You're not yeah. doing shit, but tell me. And they're me. like, I've donated my life to the army and you're and the, my country and you're doing this. And you're like, yeah, man, you made the wrong call. <laughs> you're right. You made the wrong decision. Don't be mad about it. Yeah. Just get out. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, it, <laughs> they're it, using you. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty bad. There is, so there's also government civilians that deploy as well. So like there's military. The military is like the making the decisions. Yeah. Government civilians are, you know, just regular who work for the government right just can i use an example of what this is you ever see ghostbusters you know the chick that crate that weirdo chick that was like the secretary right she wasn't like an official ghostbusters right. but she worked she still collected that yeah paycheck. her paycheck was signed by the ghostbusters right yeah exactly Perfect. is it like that yeah <laughs> all right fair enough so she she's the person that's telling like the cleaning lady what to do you know what I mean? like as oh, contractors right. you know like so there, and a, she works for a general or for whatever right yeah. Oh, interesting. So the, usually a government civilian was over the head of a, a large amount of contractors. So, but as an IT guy, everybody fucking loved you because they wanted internet. Like internet is a, oh. a drug over there. So you can make all these drug deals to get like better housing. Really? Uh, oh yeah. I'll hook you up with a T1 if you get me into the fucking, yeah. right by the pool. <laughs> it's satellite shit, but it's, it's slower than a fucking T1. But <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. How, how fast is the internet out there? Uh, it sucks. Like, but you pay for data usage. Uh, Who pays for it? Well, you, like everybody goes in, like in our office, there's like 20 people that we split like a 20 meg connection. Uh, oh. But then you're only allocated like 100 gigs of, of, of throughput for the month. And then after that, then it gets real fucking expensive. So you, it's your dick if you start torrenting like Game of Thrones. Yeah, you're going to be strung up in the office. Like. <laughs> yeah. But God, I've only seen this episode like twice. <laughs> but, you, but you can go down to the Haji shop and like buy anything that you want. To the what? Uh, Haji shop? Yeah, that's what they, they call the fucking shops. <laughs> What's the Haji shop? Who sells, who's, who runs the Haji shop? It's the locals that come in and... Yeah. 
They oh. have like, yeah, they, they, they'll sell you whatever you Pirated want. Pirated like, movies and all kinds of That's how it was in China. It's hilarious. They yeah. have like DVDs of movies that are out right now that just oh, came yeah. out. And they're like, yeah, we don't have copyright. We don't understand the concept. Yeah. Yeah. They're two bucks for a movie. Three for, wow. Like three for 10 bucks. <laughs> so you would do that? Yeah. Were there a lot of hot, wait, is Haji a derogatory term? Let's assume it is. Would the Hajis <laughs> would the Hajis come in just to be like, "Hey, here's what I got to sell for you guys." You no, guys want anything? No, no, no. Like they're pretty well in, in like the the bazaar area. Like, uh-huh. like they set up a bazaar area for those guys to like do their thing. But as far as like uh-huh. coming into the office, they're not especially around yeah. where I like. But they come onto the base and set up a little bazaar. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And they're all they go through screenings and everything else, yeah, and they go through eye screenings and right. They have these little things that scan their retinas and stuff. Really? Yeah. It's just a flashlight. It's like some government scan. <laughs> so they scared, like, oh, they, they got my information. Like, we don't really. I just want to see your pupils just move. A laser pointer. You're slowly blinding them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they can't drive a tank. <laughs> yeah, for like 10 minutes. Right. Just keep looking. Just keep staring that. at it. It really hurts. Mm-hmm. That's normal. That's normal in these situations. Hear that popping noise? <laughs> <laughs> that was just one eyeball. That's why God gave us two. Um, uh, wait, I have some questions. I wrote down. Oh yeah, what'd you do on free time? Like, what what would you? So you guys became friends there. We we uh, became friends on the f- like the. You have to go through like a. It's called CRC. Uh, it's like an in processing place, like where all the contractors go to get your your equipment, like your Kevlar and your helmet, get all your paperwork, make sure all your shots are up to date. You know, just kind of a week long thing to make sure. Orientation, sort of. Yeah, all the requirements like are met to go to go combat readiness check or something. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, fuck it's called. Yeah, but it. It's so you met there. Yeah, that first week. Yep, yeah. same flight. Like, uh, I don't think I talked to him for. I didn't talk to anybody for the first like three days, and then we decided to go out or met up and. Why? Are you scared? It's just a, I'm a civilian. I, I'm not yeah. used to people screaming at you and telling you where to go like that's the worst part about it like, screaming at you yeah it's like, like excuse me sir yeah like i'm not a, like you're in basic training yeah 100 percent. they're like fucking line up over here whoa 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 wow, i am an employee <laughs> right. you can't talk to me that way i will talk to my union rep yeah they see otherwise yeah <laughs> so you met that that's cool that's cool were you excited with like when you went over there you never been, or how'd you been other places uh i had backpacked like Europe and the Middle East and shit. Yeah. And then, like, it, been to Israel. Uh, oh, cool. So the... Uh, I wasn't scared about traveling. Uh, and everybody that I talked to, it's not that dangerous. Like, everybody makes it out. Like, it's super dangerous. But it's it's like a fucking lottery if something would happen. Really? And, and uh, not a lottery in a good sense, but... Yeah. The basic, like, Bagram, there's 40,000 people or 30,000 people. Like, that's a small city. If incoming actually happens... Wait, 40,000, 30,000 people of just expats? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Just on that base. Contractor on the base. Right. For, okay. So if anything happened, yeah, chances are one in forty thousand or two in forty thousand. Well, it's even higher than that because that's like the, the geographic area is so much bigger than that. Like there's a, like minefields and all that kind of shit. So that's not even account. Like whenever they're shooting to like, get there. Well, they're shooting. They're shooting uh, mortars, mortars, and rockets in. So, uh, I mean, they they would like freeze like a mortar. Yeah. in an ice block and then put it over the where they dropped it in so whenever they, they could drive away it would melt drop in and then take off so they would be gone before it hit the base uh-huh. so it's like a it's a it's literally a crapshoot if anything's going to happen so it's right. not like they're not dialing it in or anything right they're taking it's a pot shot right they're just shooting if, up in the if air. it even hits anything right yeah, yeah. so it's, it it's not likely to... that anything's going to happen i mean it should happen when you time. were there were there attacks that got to people oh yeah oh yeah did anybody you guys 
Did anybody you know get killed or anything? No, it's just in the area. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, granted, I'm. I mean, I was on some of the major bases, so yeah. It, my perspective is definitely different than the guy that's driving the MRAP or whatever. Driving through the what? Uh, like it's an up-armored vehicle. We, like we so they're in way more danger. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We're, yeah. I mean, I'm an office guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you were out on the fields, though, right, Ben? Um, I mean, were people? Were we drilled. We drilled on some really small bases, but we were on a base the whole time. And how would you get from base to base? Helicopter. Con- yeah. Oh. Like rotary or like convoying. That's the dangerous component. Like yeah. getting from place to place. Right. I'm yeah. as an IT guy, I, I still have to go out to the fobs or the the shitty bases out in the front. Or to a certain extent, but that's just to get them comms and that kind of stuff. So it's not like you're, uh, the, 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 I was on a base that was about the big, as big as a football field. That was the smallest one I was on. Oh, yeah. that, that was a little sketchy. Right. I mean, but you know, there's, they're constantly getting Intel on who's around, what's around. They're talking to people. They, I mean, you feel pretty safe when you're out there. There's guards 24. You know. So the feeling was, fuck or the feeling was like not even thinking about it you get over the thinking about it. how like long a month or so a month or so a month and you just stop thinking about it completely that's why i think that's how you should do like real world and stuff they should put them in that house like a month before oh, let sure. them get used to the cameras right. and then once they stop acting then they're like now we'll see the right. real world yeah you know and you'd, sure. you'd hear stuff going off once in a while at night and gunfire and stuff gunfire uh, and then a mortar hitting yeah. or something and Sometimes it get pretty loud and be like, "Oh, that was pretty close." Really? <laughs> but you're not going to get out of bed to go to like their shelter. Like they, they, it's just not fucking going to happen. Like you're not going to get out of bed. Like it, the mortar would have hit you already. Already. Yeah. By the time that you get out of your bed, like put on your fucking <laughs> clothes, like it's just not going to happen. Like you just get my brother, my half brother said he had to sleep in boots because they just had to roll out of bed and fucking go because yeah. they were on like mm-hmm. in the shit. I guess. Yeah. They have alarm systems on some of the bases too that detect stuff coming. Coming, oh really which coming. is the com- alarm goes off and it's like two seconds later and it hits it's, yeah it's uh, complete bullshit <laughs> too late <Boom. laughs> most of the time it was after the fact yeah. really yeah. Uh, but like that's the that's all like that sh- system didn't work you know what i mean like mm-hmm. that's the problem with contracting as a whole like that shit never works it's always in the best interest of the contractor to sell you a new version so uh, Oh. So that's how they grow these contracts. So they're like to to put mistakes in the in right, the place. One hundred percent. Oh wow! So because like because the head guy is like, I want this, I want this job next year, and I don't want to fix everything. Well, like, uh, like wow, it's really fucked because when the argument for all that stuff like CRAM is like the the rocket the, the intel for rockets coming in or whatever yeah. and boomerang is they put an antenna all around the base so if somebody's shooting in like sniper fire they're gonna know triangulate where it came from so like boomerang is that system never once did i get a boomerang notification that something was going on it, it, it's always even uh, the the cram even after it happened where it's like this was that's when it should have been a boomerang notice right. there was there was a it never went off and whenever in bagram at least uh, where i primarily was at the the cram it would always go off at the, we called it the big voice it would go off after the impact had already happened it already heard the impact and then it would go off but Damn. As the the contractor, the PM, it's it's an easy sell. Like, how much is a soldier's life worth? You know what I mean? Like, they can get that that funded by Congress. Yeah. Like, well, don't you care about soldiers? It's yeah. Just a million dollars. It's not coming out of your pocket. Right. Like, don't you care about them? All you have to do is devalue everyone's money by one penny per twenty bucks, <laughs> yeah. and then we can just give these guys a million bucks. Right. So then, <laughs> then they get you know twenty guys on the base to support that system, and then you know six months goes down the road, eight months goes around, then they come out like, oh, version two. 
That's really all the bugs are fixed. Yeah, they're all fixed, but we need twenty more people on the ground to, to support the system. Wow, it's just a snowball effect for fucking ten years. Like and that's how it got so out of control too. Yeah, I mean, there's just the uh, contractors towards the end outnumbered the soldiers on the ground like three to one. Wow. Yeah. There's a, just, last year there was a hundred thousand people that they didn't know what we're doing in Afghanistan. Contractors. What do you mean oh. didn't know what we're doing? The Office of Personnel Management, like, they didn't have any idea what they were doing there. <laughs> what are these people doing over here? Yeah, yeah. they're just sending money. Like, there's 100,000 people that you're paying over $100,000 a year. How much waste is there? There's tons of waste. Oh, so- you were telling me a little about yesterday. What was that thing you said about the printer? So, uh, <laughs> G- GSA pricing is for uh, uh, any go- anything that the government wants to buy, you have to get it GSA approved. They negotiate special pricing for it. What's GSA stand for? General Supply... Okay, that's good enough. Sounds right. America, America. So they rather than like the guy is so lazy to go through that process to get toner on that list. Yeah, they would go to the Connex and get a brand new printer, pull the toner out, shred the <laughs> printer, and go deliver the the toner. And keep in mind, shred the printer. We oh, yeah. just trash it. We you don't want. Yeah. Also, just takes up space. What do you? Yeah. Oh yeah. You, get, you know, you only got a certain amount of space, connexes, and everything to right. store shit. So it's like, yep, toss it. And no one could possibly be fired for that kind of wastefulness. They wouldn't come down to one uh, person. It, it would get buried in the paperwork. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, if it got found out, what's the worst that would happen? Would somebody say, like, "Hey, don't do that anymore," uh, just by toner? You're supposed to be liable for that, like the hand receipt. Like they're supposed to be keeping detailed what. But there's things called like field loss and stuff like that where yeah, just put it on the field loss and we, it's acceptable gone. losses. Yeah, right. it's gone. Yeah. But that's wow. on such a small scale. You have to keep in mind like every computer workstation that was deployed for where I was working at. Yeah. Uh, they had three computers sitting on every employee had three computers sitting on their desk. So they had three times the printers, three times the servers because they have classified, unclassified, and international classified. So they could only use each computer for each thing. Yes, there's wow. so every everybody's desk had three computers on it. You had, uh, I mean, it's just fucking crazy the amount. Then there's separate networks for all three of those too. Right, you have to have <laughs> separate cabling. You have to have separate. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, they have to be a certain distance apart. Separate so. networks. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, it's insane, but that's on such a small scale. On my second contract, we were. Uh, we were hired to virtualize their data center. So really kind of get it organized. All their, every data center would send all their data up to one of the major sites like Kabul, yeah. uh, Bagram, or Kandahar, or Mall. So we were pulling out brand, these data centers, there's two versions of them. There, one was a $4 million, and the other one was $7 million. These servers had never been turned on. And we're already replacing them. Wow. Sending them to the shredder. They've never even been fucking wow. turned on. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Sending to the shredder. You can't even like donate it to a school somewhere. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no. It's, cla- it's classified. You can't. You haven't even used it yet. What's not what's classified? Nothing's done there yet. Yeah. That's how bad it is. That's nothing, though. That's like no. saying, Ari, right, here, here's a whatever, and they put it in this condo, and then it was like, oh, we need it back. It's like, oh, it's already been in your condo. That means it's dirty. anything could be in there. Like, well, the, way, the way those contracts work, if, if a civilian company gets contracted to do this amount of work, they're going to do it no matter whether it's needed or not. They're not going to say, hey, guys, you can actually save cash. Yeah, we actually don't need this. That's all budgets are like that. Yeah. Yeah, the money's been expense. Yeah, Deal it's with been it. expense. Do it, send it. Doesn't matter if they need it or not. Yeah. Go, yeah. Well, in this the same concept. Would Lame. Have, uh, if what? they would just stop that shit, yeah, you could pay for healthcare and all that stuff. 
easily. Without you're not even saying don't don't put money into defense. You're saying just don't waste money. Right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. continue to put in the same useful money into right. defense. I'm all for like, that useful defense money. Right. Just don't fucking waste it. That's my thing. I'm starting to think more and more as I'm like further away from like college where I'm actually, you know, have a job, you know, where I make money and I see how much money the government takes and I realize like if you work five days a week, that means Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you punch in and punch out, you get that money. And then Thursday and Friday, that all goes to the government. You're only punching in and punching out and they get all of it. And my thing is, you're going to waste all How about one day? You get one day a week. You get Friday. And then just don't waste Thursday and then let me have it off. I don't even want to work and keep it. Let me just have Thursday off. You guys still get your Friday, pay for everything, just fucking use it right. Yeah, makes yeah sense. that's crazy. But they, <laughs> it, it would even go further than that. Like they paid us to sit around. There was times that I wasted three months without working because there was a work stoppage. Like they, the military told us not to do our job. Why? Uh, because it's, it's, it's kind of a whole process for them to purchase things. So I would show up to these bases uh, essentially unannounced. Uh, so whenever you get to Afghanistan, it takes you three months to figure out like what the hell's going on. Like yeah. figuring out where to eat, like the, the process. So the guy that's making that decision, if he hasn't been deployed before, it takes him three months to figure out like what's going on. Three months to d- identify a problem. And keep in mind, he only has like a 12 month deployment. <sighs> So, so it starts over every time. Yeah. So then... What would wow. Happen? It's painful. Yeah. So at six months, he starts figuring out like, oh shit, we need vendors to come in and give us an idea on how to fix this, this particular problem, whatever it is, uh, keeping track of inventory or something. So a vendor comes out, uh, he has to get multiple bids from different vendors. So that takes three months. So then nine months into it, he signs a, an order to, to, place, or to place an order. So by the time that shit arrives in theater... He's gone. He's gone. And then the next guy's like, well, this shit's stupid. Whenever it shows up, this is stupid. Let's put my name on this. Right, and they start started over starts again. all over again. So what would happen is they, they were replacing data centers quicker than we could get them deployed. So then whenever I show up, show up to a, a, a base, he would, the guy would question why we're there. Like, what are you doing here? Well, we're here to get into your data center. Well, not too many people want you in their data center without yeah. like Knowing a what reason. You're about. What you're, I mean, especially classified information and shit. So they would just tell us, just wait until we can figure this out. So there was literally three months where no work was done. I played SimCity. <laughs> it's like mafia jobs. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> the same Show thing. no work. I mean, it's not only in his line of work. Like the same thing happened to us. Just sit, like getting our equipment from one well site to the next. Yeah. It's not easy to do <laughs> to transport all that equipment. So we would sit around for two months and wait for our equipment to get to the next place and just wait. Does, now, okay, does that bother you guys when you're saying that? No, there's hash there. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the drug you, everybody smokes? Uh, yeah, yeah. Hashish? Yeah. Here's what I never understood about hash. It just seems like it's way more powerful pot. Oh, yeah, 100%. But then some people put it in, like, totally different categories. Yeah. Where I'm like, it's almost the same. Yeah, it, it was just, uh, like, weed for us. I mean, uh, that's what they... Yeah, it's the best when you find some too, and you, it's so much smaller you can travel with it. I took a little ball of hash from Denmark, from uh, Christiania in Denmark, in Copenhagen, and I took it with me through Germany and to London. And it's just like you just need a little bit and put it in a pipe, and you go like, I can get high all day of just a little portion of it. That hash ball, man, that comes in handy. Yeah. Play some Xbox and with drugs. Oh. How how bad? Like how how hard? Well, for hold on. Well, let's get into it. How hard was drugs to find, and what could you find there? 
for me, it was easy to get just by like jujitsu. Uh huh. Because kind of how it works, the people that have the most freedom on the base are like the special force guys or the operators. So as you would meet, I would meet those guys at jujitsu. Yeah. Because they would. They're know, all trained together. Uh, there's only like one real gym on the base where everybody would go. I mean, it's a pretty small niche group of guys or whatever, but they're all like juiced out of their minds. (laughs) So those guys have like free access to come and go out of the base whenever they want. Can you get free steroids when you're in the army overseas? I don't think it's free. You have to get your own steroids. It's so easy to get though. Yeah, it's really easy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I went to Thailand like every corner, like Viagra, Viagra, Viagra. It's like, no thanks, man. I'm like, is this even real? <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> is Viagra with an E? <laughs> Viagra. There's a hard E at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, um, so what other drugs did you get? Oh, so you got, you got it from Jets people. Where did you find them? From him. From him. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was in such remote areas. that Yeah. And it was all, like, I would be in a place where it's all military guys. No other contractors. I'd be the only one, in, only one there sometimes. So. Yeah. It's a little tougher, but yeah. Would the military look down on that shit or not really? <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Like, you, yeah. As a contractor, you're still under General Order One, so yeah. which is no alcohol, no porn, no, no alcohol. You can't even be in the room with your your uh, like a, a, a female with the door closed. Like you're getting wait. you're getting sent home. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. So I gotta get this straight. <laughs> no alcohol. Now in my head, that don't they have like places that. The, the army people can go to like drink no not on the base not in a combat zone not in the combat zones in other bases didn't they used to have that in like vietnam and stuff little little oh, bars yeah, that was back <laughs> and everybody's smoking pot back then oh, right yeah yeah, yeah they're, uh, they, the, the funny thing is is like some places are combat zones too and they still have beer there but it just kind of depends on the general that's running the base oh how much of a boozer he is <laughs> yeah and some bases i went to where i was in a combat zone in other countries other than afghanistan where they're like, you have a three-beer limit. Oh. They do things like that. Well, that's okay. They do that at comedy clubs sometimes. Like, here's your two tickets for drinks. I'm like, man, I'm an adult. What <laughs> yeah. if I want five today and none tomorrow? Don't fucking don't do that ticket shit to me. What if I want to get drunk? They're fucking just, if I drink too much, don't have me back next year. Right. Yeah. Two tickets. Oh, Fuck we'd get you. around it so easily, though. Like, the guys that wouldn't drink, we'd make them come up there with us, get their tickets, and then... Oh, really? Have yeah. Them over. <laughs> yeah. We would... In, in Afghanistan, I, my wife would just send, like, Listerine bottles, like the brown Listerine bottles. Yeah. Just pour out all the Listerine and pour in, like, whiskey. Booze. Mail it in. Oh, we'd wow. Get, we'd get mailed booze. Well, you had a wife while you were over there? Yeah. And she didn't go? No, no. You were gone 300 days a year with a wife? Well, I got married while I was there. So to who? Some Afghani refugee? <laughs> Just some chick I knew before. Oh, really? Yeah. So you couldn't fuck? Uh, there's. Well, why would there be a rule against fucking? How do they want you to be there for a year and not fuck? Oh, it happened quite a bit. <laughs> but the, the one or two girls that were desert traveling tins. around. Yeah. Yeah. Were what? They're like desert tens. Like, uh, <laughs> back, in the, back in the States. Like desert tens. Twos. Yeah. <laughs> Who were they? Just army girls when or when other contractors? Home, you're going to be a five again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't forget. Yeah. So they, two. they were like contractors or army people? or Both. Both. Just, they'd sleep around with everyone. And so you're just, like, fuck, it's oh. all I can do is fucking Betty. Yeah, uh, you, you wouldn't even Stay like, away. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they have those in the comedy scene too. They have like, I call them, no one else calls them that, but I call them pass arounds. Yeah. Where it's just like, they don't mind. They like to get laid as much as the dudes do. Right. So they want to get laid. So they're going to. 
Yeah, they're pretty. They're pretty rough. It's the best when you see one of your friends and you see one of the pass arounds at like the front patio of the comedy store, and then you see your friend gone and that girl gone. And you're like, <laughs> well, well, well. <laughs> they always deny it too. My friend Tebow, I was like, hey, did you hook up with Katie yesterday? And he was like, no. What are you talking about? And I was like, uh, is this your hat? And he was like, where'd you find that? I'm like, in that back, back room where no one goes except to fuck. <laughs> He's like, damn it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you, who, where would you fuck? Uh, so there's better housing. Like, the housing situation sucked. Half what? of my two years was in like a GP medium tent, which there's like 10 different guys in a tent. Oh, no. Yeah. So you don't get your own place? Just a bunch of sheets hung up in there to, right. as dividers? Oh, yeah, no. Oh, you definitely can't fuck there. Right. No and way. And then the, once you, after a year or so, you'd get like this container to housing unit. They call it a chew, where it's basically like a, like a 20-foot storage container split Built. in half. And then they, I mean, that's all you really want. So it was privacy? Yeah, yeah. Was it loud? Could people next door hear you if you were like screaming? Yeah. But there's also fucking jets taking off, so yeah. <laughs> it's not uh, unrealistic. Do you have air conditioning in those things? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. good. You had to have air conditioning, yeah. right? Sometimes, so the, unless it goes out. Yeah. Unless you lose a generator or something, then you're... It's like 130 out. degrees in like southern Afghanistan. It's fucking... Mean. And then doesn't it drop down to like 20 at night? Yeah, it's pretty rough. In the mountains, it's pretty cold. Yeah. Damn. Hey, did you guys ever see American Sniper? Yeah. Remember when that guy... Yeah, read the book, I didn't. You read the book? Yeah. Remember when that guy, Muhammad, whatever his name was, was picking off fucking contractors? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Was that were you guys in any, any danger of that happening? No. That wasn't a real thing? No. Well, the areas I, were in, I was in wasn't urban like that. It was out in the middle of nowhere or in the mountains, you know, so you didn't really... You could see for miles. So, oh. like, the gate, the security at the base, they'd be able to see anything like that. Oh. It's actually an awesome train. Like there's, yeah. it's so crazy the train that you could go from like desert to the craziest mountains you've ever seen. The train is that what you said? The terrain. Terrain. Oh yeah. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It, parts of it are really beautiful, actually. And so you could go off campus. Mm, you would get snatched. You get snatched. Yeah. Oh yeah. Really. They wouldn't let you off the base either. I mean, you could. So how do? So when my friends, when like Saratiana and, and Simone, when they go there, they go with like military escorts to yeah. go into the bazaar and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can't just go alone. Well, and like like the bigger bases, the bazaars. There's, I mean, you you can go in the bazaar yourself. Like the bazaar is inside the base. Oh really? Yeah. They 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 screen the few contracts. Yeah, but don't you want to see some of the tourist shit? Like this is the real. There's no real tourist shit. Like <laughs> no. it's not like that. No. Like, there's no like tourist areas. Or there's no sook. <laughs> yeah. You can go to not no. tourists i just mean like oh this is what it's like i got to say i went to so-and-so like in a downtown area or yeah something. like no, you know like you know in morocco they sell those fucking three-fingered monkey paws for good luck and shit no no place you're, like that uh, you're gonna get snatched snatched no matter what oh yeah what can you you can't just say i'm a canadian i'm canadian I don't, think they really care. I don't think they really care. <laughs> Canadians are over there fighting with us, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't uh, want to be here. <laughs> yeah. They brought their Tim Hortons over at one of the bases. It was kind of funny. Did we they were, really? Yeah. yeah. TGA Fridays and a Tim Hortons on one of the bases. Oh, they're that good? They have like uh, they're, they're full like restaurants a, like that? It's like a C level like, Tim Hortons. It's yeah, not. Oh. It's all knockoff, but they, you know, the brand it, names there and everything. Do they have McDonald's and shit? Uh, I've never, not in uh, Afghanistan. Uh, in like Burger King and Pizza Hut. Yeah. They have like regular places. It, it's like a they, it's a storage container that they converted into that. You know what I mean? Like it's not a. Oh, so we got some frozen McDonald's burgers. That's what we have today's right, burgers. Right. They kind of come and go. Depends on the base commander too, whether he allows it or not. For these outside companies to come in and do that, yeah, because he doesn't want his guys 
I'd having fun having fat burgers every night for supper because he wants it <laughs> a thin guy is like oh, i just eat salads we're not getting that here <laughs> how was the food in general it's well i mean where would you eat you'd eat on the on the bit just in the cafeteria and shit most of the time or yeah. what yeah the chow hall is what they call it chow De- hall depending on where you're at if you're on bigger bases they get regular supply of fresh food if you're out in the sticks it's day or week old stuff or an mre you know what's mre Meals ready to meals eat. Ready to eat. Like those the thing you peel meals, off the right. those bag meals that the oh, the fat people have that they're only allowed to eat one of those per meal for the week. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> but they got <laughs> oh, del- they got delivered to their house. I'm like, this is your week's food. This is all you can eat because you're so fucking fat. You can't trust yourself. <laughs> it's the same thing, but it has like triple the calories because it's meant to take on a hike. You know, for oh out, yeah, you know, and be able to live off it for a week or two. You know, so. To make a cheeseburger worse for you? Yeah, when we were, we were <laughs> drilling sites, that's all we had. So we'd find our own food. You know, MREs, is that what they're called? Yep. So we'd, uh, we'd have rice and stuff shipped over, and then, like in Africa, we'd shoot the local animals. To eat? Cook them, yeah. What, just wandering animals? White rhinos? Gazelle and stuff <laughs> like that. You'd yeah. shoot them, and like, now we're going to eat good today. Yeah, gazelle's like a deer. Who I don't know what a gazelle is, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody knows Real what a gazelle fast. is. And then you just make a campfire and fucking cook it? We cut a 55-gallon drum in half and made a grill and, yeah. Oh, wood to cool. Cook it. Yeah. Or else you're eating MREs every day. That sounds like an actually fun experience. No, Africa, I, I had a fun time. It was like a 15-month camping trip. Really? <laughs> yeah, but Afghanistan, I think Afghanistan, Afghanistan was, was a lot. It's, it's a lot different though. Like in Africa, like you can go ahead and go off a base and go to the market and do it. Cause no one's trying to kill you at any chance they get. Right. We're there doing a humanitarian mission, giving these people water. They love us, you know? Right. So it was pretty Not cool. Quite you, like Afghanistan. <laughs> when did you guys talk to the locals in Afghanistan? Like how did they feel about you? Uh, it depended on the local too. Like, sure. Like the level of English varied. I mean, pretty traumatic. Or, I mean, just between like the guy that's sweeping the floor, you could be cool one day, and then the replacement crew, like they don't speak any English whatsoever. So then in there, yeah, I dealt with truck drivers a lot, and they didn't speak English. You just point and really, you can communicate with them. Yeah, I had a cab driver like that in China, just over the border from Hong Kong, and it was like one of those places where nobody talked any English. And trying to tell this guy to go back to the Marriott, and they were just <laughs> looking at me like, I don't know what the fuck you're saying, man. Those syllables don't make any sense to me. I had to mime out. Cause I knew it was near the train station. I had to be like, choo, 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 choo. And they were like, uh, and they just started driving. They would say like, and I'm like, yes, yes. Yeah. I'm like, all right, maybe that's a train station. Sure. Whatever you said, you probably got it. Um, was everything like super pro America there? Or were people like, sort of like, fuck this place. Fuck this, this campaign. Yeah. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of negative attitude. I feel yeah, because like everybody that. knows it's everybody that's there. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of people that are gung ho, and like, and I'm pretty gung ho as far as like pro America, but I also understand like it's what what we're doing is fucking stupid. I mean, you agree with that? Yeah. Why do you think it's stupid? I, it's a, it's a weight. Like we're just throwing money into a fire. That's all we're doing. There's no writing it. No, I mean, like, in what we're the stuff that we're doing doesn't make any and i'm talking only about the time that i was in afghanistan not, mm-hmm. not iraq or anything like that so like we're just do, throwing money to building a building just to build the building like there's no rhyme or reason why oh, we're really building that. And, and like the house some of the housing wasn't even built yet and by the time that it was built we're leaving like, oh. just make some common sense and fucking stop the project yeah 
my half brother, the one who was in the army, he said his his job was to set up a provisional government right after the the war. You know, right after I guess we declared victory. Um, <laughs> or I guess it's not in. technically a war, right? <laughs> it's just a battle. Um, so he had to, they had to negotiate for like, I think like twelve months. Like how what percentage of Shiites, what percentage of Sunnis, you know, and like and they finally like got this down. We're like okay, everyone can agree. It's this. It's eighty two percent this, seventeen percent this, whatever it is. Like we're cool. Let's have our first meeting. And then they were all like, oh. We're not sitting in a room with a fucking Shiite. No way. And the Shiites are like, I'm not touching a Sunni. I'm sitting nearby them. And they was like, fuck. You just like couldn't get anything right. done. Right. Yeah. I don't think somebody that's making the policy back in the States is going to have a hard time understanding that in theater. Like when your boots on the ground, mate, like you have to go see that person and understand why this is not going to happen. Right. Like it's, it's just easy to make that policy from the States. I heard a former prime minister of Israel say this. It was like America doesn't quite understand that the Israeli problem because they view it as like a normal war that they're used to. And if, right. if you make negotiations somewhere, like we took, you know, whatever from you, we'll pull back in return for this. And he goes, but in Israel, we're negotiating with people who are told by God to kill you. Right. So, like, there's, they can't compromise on right. that. Mm-hmm. So, there's no, like, all right, if we give you this back, are you going to be cool? They're like, we'll say yes, but <laughs> we're, n- we, we're no. <laughs> I think it depends on what you're doing, too. Afghanistan's a tough example because everyone has a negative attitude and a lot of the locals don't like us. And, don't like you. Yeah. And on the flip side of that, in Africa, we were, like, heroes over there. Oh, giving wow. them water, you know, like, these tribes out in the middle of nowhere, drilling water wells for them. I mean, it was... That's one thing that I felt that we were doing something right. And the idea was behind it was that the Al-Qaeda was coming down to Africa to recruit these kids to blow them up. Going to the family saying, hey, you got six kids. I'll give you 500 bucks. You give me one of them. Wow. You know, 500 bucks to last them. <laughs> you A couple know. years. <laughs> yeah, for real. So what does the deal? You get there first to be like, no, no, these people are good people. We're drilling and wells. And they've helped us. Give them water. We're not so desperate. Relationships, yep. Yep. Yeah, so if you have kind of drinking water, the 500 bucks doesn't go as far as if you don't have drinking water. Right, that's huge to them, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that we could be and are doing right, but there's a lot of stuff that's so fucked up. <laughs> yeah. I think it's when we're not really wanted somewhere and we go in anyway. Yeah. And when the people I hear, like the super pro-America people are like, well, it's fucked up over there. What are we going to do, leave it alone? It's like, yeah, I mean, we just fuck it up more. So yeah, we leave it alone and let someone else handle it. Right. I mean, if they needed the streets plowed in Denver, you know, because it snows, you can't be like, well, it needs plowing. Or you do it. I'm like, I don't know how to do it. I'm just going to smash a bunch of cars. <laughs> like, well, we can't leave it unplowed. You may as well do it. Right. And there's such a general misconception when you go over there. It's drilled into every soldier's head to hate these people, you know? Really? So you just hate go them all. over there. You go over there, you hate them, you know? They killed him. They killed him. They, You know, they did this. It's always like... There's no differentiation between, like, these people are on our side and against the people who are against us. Exactly. Just like, you treat them all just, the same. The, yeah. yeah cause, just because they're, you know, they're native. That's that shit in like Korea and stuff, right? Where they're like, they're all gooks. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Let's just rape the village. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure they must have helped sometime. Oh, man, that sounds like it's, but then that the, part sucks. The language barrier is so tough to, when you get there, to try to see who's good and who's not. The language barrier is there, so you're just like, fuck. How, <laughs> how am I supposed to make a judgment on anyone when I can't even talk to them, you know? Yeah. So, Damn. Were there hookers or anything there? I think there I think there was. A lot of the countries that you went through had 
oh, that, like Dubai, like, like Dubai like, and you know, stuff, where all the contractors come through and stuff. Yeah. So that when you go on vacation, that's when people go get laid, go get fucking fine pussy. Yeah, and I'm sure there was on on base somewhere, but they're they're actually I think most of the like Filipino or. I mean, like there, there was massage places and shit like that. Yeah. So it was always like a some third world. They would have locals that would come in and and work or whatever. So I'm sure that that scene was there, but it, most of the people wanted to go to Dubai to like drink and shit. So then do that stuff, and it's in every hotel there. Oh really? Oh yeah. Dude, I got a hooker in Thailand, and that's my last hooker. <laughs> it's like they don't really work for it. You feel weird kissing them. You can't go down on them. <laughs> and so it's like this isn't even. I can get laid. What am I doing? <laughs> This is gross. <laughs> I'll just wait a week. <laughs> wait, so more drugs. How how did you so how what drugs were there besides weed and hash? Uh like what was around? Like speed like speed or, on base, speed. Yeah. Adderall is obviously Adderall, yeah. You can get you can make fake speed. Right. And then uh like steroids is everywhere. Uh was there hair on and coke and stuff? Uh it's pretty tough. I to didn't, I was in a lot of remote places, like where he was at. It's like the like the city, like the big city. Uh-huh. I was like in these little villages Stick where, no, where yeah, nothing so is. I, he he yeah. have a lot more experience. Than yeah, that. I think I think probably you could get it if you wanted it, but it wasn't kind of in my wheelhouse. Of, I mean, if you had hash, you're, you're just a hash man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you take him, Brandon? Would you take him out to the the sticks? you take like blocks of hash and fucking no the only time i'd get it was from him <laughs> well i'm just saying would you take it with you out there oh yeah okay oh, hell yeah. there's no fear of being caught I'd, like I'd, them searching you or anything mm, oh they, really they did sh- they did wellness checks so they would search your rooms and shit mm-hmm. to look for like alcohol and drugs and they they brought dogs to our office really and you just see like cockroaches of of contractors scrambling like <laughs> trying to hide all their shit really yeah but uh what happens if people got caught with drugs Sent home. Yeah. So you weren't worried that was going to happen? Or you were like, fuck it, if it happens, uh, it happens. You just have, I have access to like different areas, so I, I never stored anything in my desk or anything. Where'd you hide hash? Uh, like the server rooms and shit. <laughs> Where? Like the, the server rooms. Like nobody else could go in there. So. Oh, right. Yeah, smart. I mean, even the, even the guy that's checking couldn't necessarily go into those rooms. So I love how those rooms usually end up getting like, like Ren Azizi was out there smoking on the patio. And then he like had half a joint. He's like, oh, I'll just leave this. And you know those um, sockets that are outside, but they're covered? Oh, yeah, yeah. So he's like, let me open up the cover. I'll just put it there. Was there was already one there. There was like seven poured out. <laughs> <laughs> it was just emptied out like a fucking lottery machine. <laughs> lottery machine? What? Slot machine. I had a buddy that got, uh, that got sent home just because somebody sent him booze. Really? Yeah. No booze? Yeah. No booze. That seems way wrong. I didn't know that at all. And it's... Honestly, it's the worst shit. To you can't use. have some some whiskey. Yeah, mm. nothing dry. It's the hardest, and you can't even go off. You. you can't even be like, okay, I'm off for the next ten hours. Let me go get a drink, come back. No, there's nothing. nowhere to go. Nothing. No. It, and it's once you start trying to hide booze, it's it's pretty cumbersome to hide a fucking bottle. Big. You know, like hash is pretty easy to hash is way easier to take with you. <laughs> right. Yeah. So the, I mean, it was pretty common for people to get busted with booze. We had uh, we went to UFC once. You know the guy Irwan who runs a uh, who runs a uh, Tenth uh, Planet Burbank. Mm-mm. Um. Anyway, we all went to a UFC and we had those pot breath strips, those THC breath strips that were so fucking powerful. You take half of one, you split a breath strip <laughs> in half, and it would wreck you. People with good tolerances would wreck you. The potency got down after a while, but anyway, we were all taking them once, and we gave half to Irwan. He's like, "Oh, no, I'm a boozer." And so we're like, okay. And he had to fucking pull in a flask and order more Cokes and have to keep 
fucking filling it up. We were all just flying. And we're like, right. just doesn't make sense. Right. Why would you even deal with that? The hangover, yeah. all that shit. Just a lot of no sense. Yeah. I love, love, Rogan always gets mad at me. Not mad at me, but like when we're leaving like the back and we're, he's like getting ready to go. He's like, all right, let's go in. You know, it's like 20 minutes before the first fight. He's like, let's go get a seat. And I like put something on my tongue. He's like, God damn it. I wish I could do that. <laughs> I can enjoy working, fuckface. Yeah. <laughs> Sucker. Sucker. I hope you're fucking 500 grand or whatever you make off this. <laughs> Helps you drown your tears, which I'm sure it will. Um, let's see what else I have. Just get along with the military. That's good. Hookers. Were there any rapes? There, I mean, it was all like folklore. Like, I think a bunch of locals actually raped. A military guy on he really, was, yeah, he was on a jog or something. Local like, dude, that, local dudes, yeah, it's a dude, yeah, like which kind of uh, translates into another topic. Like, uh, it's kind of awkward. Man Love Thursday, like, what is that? Man Love Thursday? Oh, it's <laughs> Brandon, it's so legit. Like, nobody what? talks about it, but it's fucking legit. What is Man Love Thursday? Like the local. Like the little boys that you're yeah, talking about? Yeah, like, like, the they, little, like you'll see... They bang on little boys over there. The dudes do. Really? Yeah. For sure. Like, they'll walk down the road. Hand- I, I've never seen it, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you have. <laughs> what do you see? What but do you just, see? Like them walking... I mean, like they walk down the road holding hands like all the time. Like With the little boy? Uh, it's not necessarily a little boy. Like, or just... This is, this is like... Men. Men that are working on base or something, but it's super obvious that... You and I wouldn't walk down the, you know what I mean? Like, holding hands. Yeah. yeah, holding hands. Like, they're like hugging up. They're, I mean, that's just not the Middle Eastern way of like, they're more touchy, you know? I don't know. It's, it definitely doesn't seem that way. Because uh, I know in Israel and, and Middle Eastern's general, it's like if, if a dude gets another dude a massage, it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But like in America, it's like, don't fuck me, fag. Don't fucking touch me. Uh, it, and it's just it, it weird, like repressed. That, there's, there's quite a few documentaries about it. Uh, What's Man Left Thursday? What does that mean, Thursday? Is that the day everybody got down? What does that mean? Well, and I don't know, and I'm 100% not educated on it. So okay, <laughs> but more than me, <laughs> the, that, what we were always told was the like the the men were for pleasure and the women were for like procreation. Yeah. So then they would go to the mosque on Friday or whatever. So they they could do everything anything they wanted on Thursday and Friday everything was kosher. Here, uh, cool. Yeah, like confession. Yeah. Or like after Mardi Gras, it's like, hey, now it's Fat Tuesday. We're yeah, going to be good. Let's talk now. about this. <laughs> yeah. Wow, really? Yeah, so, man, so left it's, Thursday. It's pretty, but that's the shit that you, you see everywhere. But how much do you know, like, if it's true or not? I have no idea. Are there more gay rapes over there than straight rapes? You. I didn't really, you know, being a contra, like, I was really isolated. Like, I wasn't with, like, a group of guys or anything. Yeah. I was by myself, living by myself. They do their own thing. But you hear a lot of stuff about like some of the military girls like getting raped by dudes. Really, you hear that a lot. I hear a lot about military dudes getting raped by military dudes. Yeah, fair. Whereas, like, maybe that's more Marines. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's on the front lines. Yeah, because they didn't have. Yeah, they didn't allow women in the Marines for the longest time. (laughs) They try to beat them off you, but then it's like, yeah, they like fucking a fist fight. That's just going to turn them on more. (laughs) (laughs) Why are you guys going to go back? Like how long are you here for? How long are you in America for? Well, we we both have our job. He has a IT business, and I have a out here now. Yeah, job. You're done then. Uh, yeah. I have a, I think I left in 2013 or so. So uh, it's always on the back table. Like I, 
you know, kept all my Kevlar, all that shit, just in case that I wanted to go back. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The, like the hot place now is Egypt. Everybody, I think, is ever going to Egypt. That's so, where people want to go. Yeah, like that's new, where the new money is. So you're, you're seeing a, a bunch of people like deploying to, to uh-huh. Egypt now. So like, if it gets to the point where now that I, I have now I have kids and a wife and shit, so if you can get a job where I can be in the vicinity of a war zone and then just fly in and out, that's kind of what I'm. What do you mean? Uh, like like a like a PM or a project manager, you, you don't necessarily have to be in theater or in a war zone or like in Afghanistan. Like you could be in like Qatar or Qatar oh. and just fly in for the week or whatever. So his family could be there. Yeah, so oh, everybody right. could travel with me. And so in the base, they don't have any families. No, 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 no. not at all. It's all single yeah, people. Yeah, like Kuwait, you could you could have a family there. Uh, Ra- are there places in Iraq where you could have a family? Uh, you probably could, but it's not Nothing. common. It wouldn't be common, right? Yeah. But Kuwait, yeah, it's yeah. way safer there. So yeah. that it's like, there's no. It's still considered. You still get uplifts, so you get ten percent, whatever. So like whatever your base salary is, yeah. say you made one hundred twenty grand, then you would get ten percent for displacement, uh, and then also ten percent bump. Yeah, ten percent bump, and then another ten percent if it was hazard pay. So like in in you would get twenty percent of your base wage in Kuwait, but in Afghanistan you'd get seventy percent. Oh, so wow. that's why it kicks, if your base salary is one hundred twenty grand, it'd kick you over two hundred. Damn, damn. Are there places that you'd want to go that were like totally safe that you're like, oh, this is fun? Like what you were saying about Africa, or there other places where like, I mean, is it kind of like see the world, work for the military? Yeah, Alice. Like another hotspot is Alice Springs, Australia. Like, really? They have a lot of like. Where's that in the middle? Yeah, it's like the top secret jobs and. But I think there's quite a bit of like IT contracting there as well, oh. and and kind of my hotspots are different than I think than his. Yeah, my job's totally different, so it's a lot. It's a pretty unique job, so it's pretty tough for me to pick and choose where I'd want to go. He, I mean, IT, it's obviously a lot bigger. Wells, you probably can't work in Lake Havasu. No, <laughs> right? place where like there's anywhere one. along the Nile, you'd be like, oh, I got nothing to do here. Yeah, it's usually a <laughs> shitty place out in the middle of the desert somewhere. <laughs> Make it less deserty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Burning Man. They need your Burning Man. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good. You guys ever see Book of Mormon? No, uh, I haven't seen it. Uh, it's just as they get their Mormon like you know diploma or whatever, right. and they get like put somewhere in the world. This one guy's like, please, Orlando. I want to go to Orlando so bad. And everyone's like, you're going to Zurich, Switzerland. He's like, yes. And this other guy's like, you go to fucking somewhere in Africa. He's like, damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Um, wow, that's pretty interesting. But you can go. That, that is the best part about contracting was it opened up the ability to travel fucking everywhere. It's like, pretty cool to see the world, huh? Yeah, like Brazil. uh I mean, why why because you had to go stay away from america yeah, and you had money like as a contractor i'm from middle of, middle of the or middle of iowa like I, that opportunity doesn't really come around all that frequently yeah yeah do you pay for your room and food while you're there nope neither one nope if you eat yeah. in the cafeteria you're fine yeah if you eat in tgi fires you gotta pay for it right yeah so i mean you pretty much can save all that money if you wanted to yeah 100%. not spend a dollar of it yeah oh yeah i sold everything i had before i went like really? House and vehicles and everything. Sold was, everything. Screw it. So this is all going to be, be savings gone for whatever. Yeah. So I was like, Hell yeah! I love that. Just bank everything. No bills. Yeah, it was awesome. And so the money was just all your money. I mean, if you make a hundred grand a year, you know, forties to Uncle Sam, and then of that sixty, you know, fifteen to twenty is rent. Right. Well, Uncle Sam wasn't taking it either. That's crazy. <laughs> and how much after ninety six did they take? Uh, then it's your your tax at your normal rate. Normal rate. Right, and you yeah. still have to pay state. Uh, t- 
tax as well. Why? So. If you don't live in a state? Yeah. So, like, whatever you're, you had residency in. Oh, okay. Yeah, and until you're considered actually an expat. Like, you had to be gone, I think, three years. Yeah. Before if you're you, there for three years, then you no longer pay state tax. Right. So but you're also they, paying into Social Security, and you're getting all that shit back, right? Right. So oh, the, wow. a lot of people, would move. they were moving to, like, Texas or Florida where there was no state income tax. And before, then going. And then going. Getting some sort of small residency. Right. Same thing happened on the military side. Like, when you get deployed, you get BAH, like a housing allowance. Yeah. And if you're from North Dakota, let's say you get $400 a month. If you're from New York, you get two grand a month. Uh, so people move there real quick. Everyone's getting P.O. boxes in New York. <laughs> P.O. boxes, yeah, that's how you do it. Yeah, you know, right. P.O. box cost me so much. Yeah. <laughs> it cost me dollars a month. 150 bucks a year here, but it was only it'd only be like 25 there. So you need to give me that two grand a month. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. So there's all these checks to get around yeah, the system because yeah. no one's really checking. No one's like, I know what you're doing. Right. They're just like, all right, you fill out the form right. Unless your buddy rats you out or something, you know. I mean, that's the only way to. Right. Was there any ratting there? Yeah, really? I don't know. You uh, well, boo, like booze is probably like the most con- or for uh, for us was. Yeah, and if you want to get you want to get rid of someone, oh yeah, you're gonna. So if you don't like somebody, <laughs> and you know they're doing something, you're like, now I can get rid of you. Right. Yeah. So you, that's why you're you're super discreet about everything that you do. Like, you can't even trust anybody. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you, feel, you find other degenerates. Right. <laughs> it's pretty easy to f- spot your own. Yeah. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. People ask me, how do you find mushrooms? Like, I don't know. Find your friends and do mushrooms. You know who they are? They're gross. They have dreadlocks. If you have any friends with dreadlocks, ask them first. He's a starting point. Yeah, he's your starting point. And if he's like, I don't have them, like, where'd you get them last time? <laughs> um, man, if somebody ratted on you, that'd be so fucking horrible. Oh, yeah. There's, there's... And your groceries, too. Well, like toilet paper, was that paid for? Yeah, yeah. That was paid for? Yeah. All the shit you had to... Yeah. So you really wouldn't have had to spend a dollar if you didn't no, want to. No, I mean like deodorant and stuff like that. You're, you had to buy that? Yeah, you'd have to buy. Okay. Uh, but you go to that that army canteen, right? Whatever uh, it's called or no? The PX. They have like a yeah, PX, PX on base that you can buy all these electronics and all this, you know, junk food and soda and whatever. Red Bull was For like way the, cheap. Red Bull is like the... Or yeah, the like energy easy. drinks were the... The, Those are big. Cur- yeah, the, the currency. The prices are a little higher than they would be on like a base in the states, you know. But they're cheaper than a Seven Eleven. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember I worked at Arlington National Cemetery, so it was our stop was the Pentagon stop, and because um, I was in the back of the, of the Arlington National Cemetery, and I used to go through the Pentagon parking lot and like try doors to try to break into cars. <laughs> Fucking idiot! I didn't realize there were cameras everywhere there. Like if I ever got into one of the cars, they would be like, "We found you on multiple angles." We got here's a close up. Yeah, they're, they're picking up the line cut of like how, how should we best show this? But um, but uh, yeah, there were those those army bases that we were allowed to shop on, and yeah. tooth like I said, toothpaste was like thirty five cents. Everything was just way cheaper. Yeah, it's so you could shop in a place like that. Yep, that's the PX. Yep. Yeah, it's the PX. Yeah. And, uh, kind of w- one of the high points whenever we were there, the like the Pakistani border was closed, so yeah. they couldn't get normal shipments in. So then you're you're buying all your shit from like Amazon, and they would mail it in. I mean, you'd get Amazon Prime, and you like everybody's contractor to Djibouti uh, or to wherever to Afghanistan. Like, <laughs> damn, yeah. So, but yeah, everybody's free fucking, shipping, motherfucker. He <laughs> said, <laughs> everything. Everybody's rich, so they're they're buying like Jordans and all kinds of stupid shit, and <laughs> having it all mailed in. <laughs> it's like, so you gonna wear these out in the middle of the desert, right? Really? <laughs> they have Gucci glasses. Like, it's so stupid, but oh. they fucking do it. And you mail them to you in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> you have an address on base. Like, it comes to the mail. Man, it's hilarious when you're bored. Sometimes it's like I gotta fill this hole. And yeah. spying something will do it. <laughs> Even if it's something I don't want, I just gotta fill it. Yeah. 
<laughs> my buddy was uh, uh, he, he was he he got there before I did, so like I would buy booze and bring it in on the plane and shit like that. Yeah, uh, he got and he was also gen- under general order one, so he would have been sent home. But he ordered like a hot plate for brewing his own beer in Afghanistan. What? Yeah, they shipped it in a in a box that said Beer Works on the <sighs> side of the box. He's like, ah, my friends are you know they're jokesters. They're you know, I mean, he was, and did get caught? He didn't get caught. Wow. <laughs> that's but that's also like shows you some to the level of like some of the people are cool. Some of that. Now, when somebody ratted on someone else to get rid of them, would they become like lepers to the rest of you guys? You would or? never know. You'd, you wouldn't know. Nah, it's too easy to. Like, there's too many channels set up for... Too, just super privately, like... Right. Discreet. Yeah. They have, like, Hey, Josh has booze yeah. in, in the IT right. room. Just so you know, he's hiding hash in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have, like... You could order those fake cans off of Amazon and, like... Leave fake in your, cans. Yeah, like, leave it in your fridge. <laughs> I had those fake... I was so excited when I got one of those fake cans <laughs> yeah. like, Spencer's Gifts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was like, it's not a real Shasta. They don't even have real brands. They never had, like, Coke. It was always, like, some weird fucking like, RC. <laughs> sticker wearing off of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was so. coming... To, uh, on one of my leaves, I was coming back from... Dubai, and they have a duty duty free right as you get on the plane. Yeah, and but there's nothing but contractors sitting in the like waiting, so they everybody sees what you're doing. Yeah, so uh, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it, I'm gonna roll the dice, see if I can get through. So I went in and bought a like a handle of Captain Morgan, but it's in a fucking glass bottle. So I put it in my carry on with my laptop bag, board the plane, no problems, life's good. Get all the way to Afghanistan. There's no real security. I mean, you have to go through hand your your ID and all that bullshit, but no real big deal. Make it all the way there. Go to get my carry on from the overhead compartment and the fucking strap breaks on my laptop bag and it just falls straight to the ground. I'm like, fuck. And just rolled away. Well, no, it, it was in my bag. So my, my entire laptop bag fell from the overhead compartment all the way to the ground. And like, just the sinking stomach, like, oh, I just lost 200 grand. Like, that, that was the most expensive <laughs> bottle of booze I've ever had. 200 grand? Why? Because they caught you? Yeah, well, I would, I would get hit, or I would get sent home. Yeah. So, uh, what happened? Uh, I picked it up. I had a water and Red Bull, just hoping that the, as soon as I felt something leaking out, I was just going to open them and pour it in there. Didn't break. Nothing happened at all. Wow. Just sitting there. In my lab, just struggling. <laughs> yeah, that was like my first leave. <laughs> come, come back to that shit. <laughs> how did you guys get in and out of the base? Like, how did you? How do you do that? You can take a commercial flight fr- fr- from Dubai into Bagram, Afghanistan. Into Bagram, and then from there you get an escort in to the base. You fly right into the base. Like, they oh, have a really? Commercial agreement. Yeah. Oh, they have like you can get an airliner. It's a thousand bucks round trip. A thousand bucks what? To go from like Bagram or Kandahar to Dubai. Damn, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Is there any other option? Nope. So you guys spend a thousand. I mean, you're making two hundred grand. I guess it's not that much, but like, still. Yeah, kind of. Most of the time, your employer would pay once or twice a year to for you to go to. Really? Yeah. And so then you would just when you're on your own leaves, you were like, I can go anywhere in the world that's not America. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty fun. Yeah. It would force you to really to like go somewhere because you couldn't stay there, right? You'd have to be lame if you stayed on base during your leave. Yeah, everybody goes. Everybody went to Thailand. That was Thailand. Yeah, that was the. Why is it close? Yeah, well, it's cheap. It's super cheap once you're there. Yeah, once yeah. You're there. That's why all the bogans go there because <laughs> they just get there and then buy the fucking one dollar beer, right. you know. And the hookers too. Eh? Get all the Chang. Yeah, yeah. Ugh, ugh. Jesus, I feel gross thinking about it. She was so gross. Then I hear my friend right next door. Like really getting into it with his girl, <laughs> she That's was like loving story. it too. <laughs> she was loving it, <laughs> and then Michael was like, 
It was good. <laughs> I'm like, God, get out. Fucking enjoy your job. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a, it was a free ticket anywhere you wanted to go. It's perfect. Wow. The, the, the flying around the country, though, kind of sucked because. Uh, you, you flying could, what? Like in country, like from base to base. Why? Like if you had to get, like he, he, he's got to go fix something at a different base. You go to the, what are they called? PAX terminal. PAX like. terminal and. You get on a list, and it could be four days before you go anywhere. So you sit there for four days. In waiting. the terminal? Yeah. Oh, or on or like around the around terminal. The, like you yeah. have to keep coming back. And Wait, sit- they don't just tell you? No. They don't just tell you like, hey, we'll call you and get over. Can't you get to that place like within an hour? Uh, that would like that would mean that they they would develop that system like of like a coordinated air travel like every base you went had a different policy different like procedures. So what would you just go home after a day? Be like, well, I guess I'm not flying today. Should yeah. I come back yeah. tomorrow morning? Yeah. You go back and you look, and the next time they're gonna have a flight to that base. Oh, it's you that. Show up, you show up, wait in queue, Care all your shit, <laughs> yeah. and they go, sorry, full. Yeah. Full today. Or we're sorry. not leaving today. Come yeah. back at this time. This is the next There's one. There's four seats on. available. We're only giving one to contractors. So, uh, and I would but you didn't have to pay for the – your no. boss would pay for that because part of your job. Yeah, it's part of – I mean, they wanted us there. So And like, so if – oh, yeah. So, Gary. But, but you would – the military would trump you in all of sure. your travel arrangements. Because you're flying on their, their, yeah, but their it, flights. I mean, the guy that's not fucking doing anything, I would still get bumped. Oh. By a guy who's going to visit his buddy. Right, right. I mean... And you're like, I'm setting up so they could all call home. Right. <laughs> so I can't, I can't get I there. Mean, granted, I I really wasn't that busy, so I, yeah. I'm kind of bitching about nothing. But I mean, I, you, It'd be cool to show up to go do your job that can't work today. Like, yeah. all right, I guess I'll go home. Let's try that for three months at a time. Like, that would happen. <laughs> I had one story that my, this guy, Harris Bait, I was going to say my friend, but he's not. Um, he's one of the bouncers at the store when I got there. The door, they're so gruff and mean. But um, he said he knew a guy that uh, got an acting job. It was like three days on a movie. And let's say it paid like 1500 a day. Decent money, you know, sure. pretty good. But um, they shot like two days and then the director like rearranged the shooting schedule. And so they couldn't shoot his third day, but they still had to use him. But it was like later. And so the way the contract is, like you just keep getting paid every day until you do your job. So we had to wake up every morning and be like, Call hey, me. using me? And they're like, nope, my like, cool, thanks. Go back to sleep, 1500 Next day, using me? Nope, 1500 Yeah, and he got the he whole summer. He worked the whole summer. And then we were like, think about how, what a waste that was. If it was like sixty-five grand extra. <laughs> and they go, yeah, for a fucking $80 million movie, that's nothing. Right. Yeah. It doesn't matter at all. But it's like, that'd be nice. Yeah. It, it'd be a nice cash-in job. The biggest waste I ever saw over there, that just reminds me about one of the bases I flew in. The, the, the first base I flew into, I looked out the window, and their MRAPs, like the new Humvees, like the up-armored Humvees, they're like, like 800000 to build and then like 1.2 with all the electronics in them. Yeah. That, that's the vehicle that... $1.2 million? million dollars? And that's the vehicle. What, just to get a Bose sound system in there? <laughs> yeah. But that's the, like, we don't drive fucking Humvees anymore. Like, the Humvee's $70,000. Yeah. Like, the normal military guy, he no longer drives a Humvee. We've upgraded to MRAPs, the mine-resistant up-armored vehicle. Uh, it's, it's fucking crazy. <sighs> and they're as far as you can see. As far as you can see, this lot of them that sat there. And when I left... <laughs> they were all still there just unused the unused <laughs> they also keep a uh it's art it's a like an army supply point 
What? So they have an entire brigade of, of vehicles sitting in the Middle East waiting for a war to happen. That they're changing the oil in them every, every you know, <laughs> just in case something pops off. Like they have those all. They have well, you all, sort of have to be ready, right? Yeah, but these, these vehicles are $800,000 a piece. And no bullshit. As far as you can see, they're lined up. Wow. Yeah, it's it, unreal. I've never... And the, the, when I left, too, they were all same, just the same dust. I, yeah, <laughs> just full of dust. Yeah. But the, the, I'm, like, Al Madrigal did a story on that Daily Show about tanks that they're buying and uh, how sometimes they're buying tanks in like places where they just won't use tank warfare. Like they just like it, it doesn't work here. Right. You know, and they're like, well, and then he like interviewed some guy, some generals like, why are you buying this? Because, you know, I'll better be safe than sorry. They're like, no, no, but you cannot use tanks here. <laughs> You're not safe. And he goes, yeah, still. Like, what's still? What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean still? Because, well, yeah, it's mostly like we got a budget. Let's spend fucking spend it all. It's like Brewster's Millions. <laughs> if you don't spend it, you don't get it next year. So it just incentivizes people to waste. Right. Exact mentality. Yeah. Oh. Well, like the, in those same MRAPs. There are starving children in America. Well, that happens every year. Like, the fiscal year ends October 1st for the military. Yeah. So the months leading up to that, either your unit has a lot of money or no money. Either oh. you're not doing anything, or they're finding people to go spend this money. Oh, we're like, let's go pool party. <laughs> let's we do need shit next year. Let's get, let's get Beyonce to come entertain us. <laughs> yeah. Up morale. Yeah, help, help morale, whatever. Just spend it. <laughs> yeah, yeah they, but the, those same MRAPs, they were dis- in the beginning. They should give you more if you were able to go below your budget. If they give you a million dollar yeah, budget, you were able to go eight hundred thousand. Like, guess what? Next year you get a hundred extra. So you get, you know, split it. Right. You get a one million point one next yeah. year, yeah. instead of like, well, if you only spend eight hundred, that means you only get eight hundred next year. That's the way they're still doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the same reps, they were built for Iraq, so the train is completely different. Completely different. Yeah. So the that's the problem with contracting. They had to alter every one of those fucking MRAPs. I think it was like a thousand man hours you, to, to put in different suspension to go into Afghanistan. Oh. So, like the same vehicle that you just spent $800,000 on, you're going to spend like $50,000 in man hours. Just to get it ready. Just to retrofit it to go do this other bullshit Instead of job. just ordering it right. for what it should have been done for. Right, right. Sand. Oh, this was sand here, so different. get a different fucking right. system in it. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> But wow. that's the problem. I mean, in every give us our Thursdays back. <laughs> yeah. We gotta start taking them back. Give us our fucking Thursdays back. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. It's it's it really gives you a sour attitude after you leave there and you see all the waste. You're just like you think the same thing that you know. You're just like Fuck you sh- this. Like, yeah, you show up a liberal fuck? and you leave like a conservative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and people are like you don't support the troops. I'm like, no, I do. It just don't support what they're doing. <laughs> So it's a fucking, it's, you guys are doing it wrong. Yeah. If, 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 if it's like, I don't know, I'll support America in the Olympics, but if there was some, you know, sprinter was running backwards, I'd be like, no, 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 you'll get a lot better time if you just turn around. Like, support our fucking Olympic athletes. I do. Hey, I'm just telling you, turn the right way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, build wells for fucking yeah, poor people. Wells, Great. There's, awesome. Yeah, there's shit that's real good, actually, but. You don't see it. It's just like the cops. It was like, yeah, some cops help you cross the street and fucking right. buy shoes for homeless people. Just the ones that are shooting black people because they're black. <laughs> and then the ones that are covering it up because right. they're their buddy. It's like, those are the problems that are ruining it for everyone. Yeah, for sure. The, 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 wor- the people that are covering up or that are wasting the money are worse than the people that are even spending it or committing the crime. Like, yeah, I think it's just right in a certain way because you're like, you're making it so that there will be no repercussions. Right. You know? Yeah, it's almost like 
the priest who rapes a kid is like, whatever, you're sick. That's fine. I get it. It's not fine, but like, I get where that comes from. Right. But like, the guy who sends him to another parish to rape other kids because right. he's been found out, it's like, Catch a promotion. that's way worse. Yeah. Try being a cardinal. That'll help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get more power. Yeah. <laughs> These young boys make me feel young. Uh, those are the real vampires or Catholic priests. <laughs> Feed off the anuses of the young. <sighs> what else? What else do we not know about the what it's like out there? Like when you come home and you have to explain stuff to, to, to your friends and family and to people like what the, what's the one thing that they just don't get of the life out there? I think it's hard to assimilate back. Really? Yeah. I mean, not like PTSD type bullshit. Like, obviously, I had none of that whatsoever. Wait, wait. Is there any PTSD for the contractors, really? Oh, yeah. I'm sure there is. If they're in a hot situation where they're catching a lot of fire a lot of times. Right. Oh, yeah. I assume if you saw a buddy of yours die or blow up, you'd be like, well, that's going to take some getting used to. Yeah. It's more the the frustration of, like, the system. Like, nobody that you, that you know gives a shit about Afghanistan right now. Mm-hmm. And it's still going on, and you're just still throwing money away. So, like, the frustration, like, you come home, or, like, I, you'd call home, and, and I would talk to my grandma, and she would talk about, like, Susie's fucking pregnant again. Like, you know what's going on over here? Like, it's, it's ruining the fucking country, and nobody gives a shit anymore. You know what I mean? Like, like oh, right. that frustration. Yeah, nobody gives a shit. We, we at home, well, you've, you've been at home for a couple years now. Yeah, yeah. We don't know we're still there. Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't, I mean, sort of like, are we still in Afghanistan? Like, uh, I think so. But this is the last thing people think about. Right. I could, I could get on a website and get a job today and still go back to Afghanistan. It, like, it's that easy to still get a job. It may not be $200,000, but you're still going to make $120,000. Wow. So the level of waste is... And only 34 of that will be taxed. Right. No, 24 will be taxed. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So like that, that's the kind of shit that's probably... Uh, coming back and nobody giving a shit like what's going on like that's kind of awkward yeah that's hard people are like what'd you even do over there and then you have to probably have to be like nothing really <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I didn't really nothing. accomplish that anything was part of the hardest yeah. thing like so what'd you do like january february like we didn't have a project so uh went yeah. to the gym twice a day and <laughs> really ate and yeah. <laughs> was there a lot of just working out and reading oh, and stuff to yeah. fill time movies and could you watch tv and movies oh yeah i mean you could watch tv and movies while you did your job like everybody was they had a, a separate tv like so they're fucking off while they're you know, wow. working their Playing one hour video a day. games yeah whatever yeah i mean it's like, like every being night in college and not never going to class <laughs> yeah yeah and you still get a b plus as long as yeah. you pay a little bit of attention in class yeah. <laughs> in like this discussion <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that must have been tough. And try to explain to people like it'd be the one thing you want to hold on to. It's like I'm making a difference, but then you have to be like, I'm not. Right. You're part of the system. You're part of like what's actually making it work. And that's the thing. Yeah. Your intention. Are you? You're over there. You know. When I, I don't. When I first got there, I was motivated. I was like, Yeah, I want to drill some holes. Let's yeah. do this. You know. When we turn these bases over, the locals will have water too. You know, it'd be an awesome mission. You get there and you're just stopped. You're just like. Whoa. Oh. So now I'm sitting here for a month, first month in, haven't done a fucking thing, you know? And frustrating. Like, oh, it's extremely frustrating, yeah. And, but the money's good, and you're just like, well. They're going to pay somebody. Whatever, yeah. Somebody's got to sit here. So yeah. Might as well be me. Yeah. I mean, I get that mentality. <laughs> I get it both ways of going like, you know what? I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Or, and I get it, but like, they're going to waste it. Diaz, Diaz told me that once. I got this like really high paying job for a movie that was never going to go anywhere. You could tell beforehand. It was like, this is never going to see the light of day. It's garbage. And the guy was paying tons of money. And Diaz like, Ari, in Hollywood, there are guys every few years that just want to throw their money away. 
He goes, oblige them. <laughs> yeah. They're not, they're just going to throw it to someone else. Right. So it fucking take it and survive. Yeah. And I, I think I, I, I felt like I made a difference to make the limited amount of work that I had to do mm-hmm. make, other people's lives easier like i could do it more efficiently than they were doing before yeah so like shit that they would never be able to do without me so you know you made a positive influence but it those times are so far and few be like a spoke in the wheel is not going to change the wheel like right somebody they have to be aware of the waste before you can do anything that that's what needs to happen first right how long do i have in this oh 10 hours um yeah that would need to happen first so you standing up doesn't really make a difference. Yeah, se. it's not like you can do anything about it or choose what. It's systemic. On. Yeah, and and then another guy comes in in twelve months and starts his own shit, and then nothing gets done. <laughs> That's how I feel about the government now. <laughs> here, it's just so corrupted that like, if the new guy, like oh, I believed in Obama, you know, when he started, right. he's done some cool things, but he's also done some horrible things right. of like drone strikes. You, you can get arrested. Yeah, drone strikes. Their policy is. We just won't comment. Which, by the way, if there's any scandal anyone gets into, no comment is the best way to deal with it. Right. It goes away the fastest that way. So, yeah, he's like, well, no comment. He's like, well, there was a wedding party that was killed. None of them were terrorists. It was just an accidental thing. Like, next question, please. Yeah. Not even <laughs> like, yeah, words. sorry about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, oh. But I think the system is so corrupted that, like, any new guy that comes in is like, they also won't be able to change it. It's, right. it's just like, and you'll, you'll little differences maybe, mm-hmm. but you ain't going to change it. Well, and I also think like Chris Christie probably doesn't know shit about the military, like what's going on with probably the military. Probably not. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. and he's and then what? What's he going to change? He's going to go stand up to a general and tell him like, "What's up?" You know, uh, like that general has so much more working knowledge of Afghanistan, the Afghanistan problems. Like that guy is in no place to tell him what's going on on the. And he'll probably Christie would probably if let's say he became president, be like brief me on this, and the general would be like, "Why?" So you can tell me what I'm doing is right. right. I have to go all the way over there, waste all this time trying to explain to you fucking moron right. what's yeah. going on. How about you just let me do my goddamn job? Right. Oh, I get that way with editing sometimes with these stories. With like, why did you use that? I'm like, Cause, oh, you're slowing me down. Because <laughs> there's something picking their nose right in the background. Just trust me. Oh, anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that I wouldn't have expected when contractors come home to feel a disappointment of like, Fuck. Yeah, do shit and getting back into the american way i guess is kind of tough right. <laughs> is it way different the amount of like i mean idaho and iowa are probably more laid back than new york or chicago but honestly like i worked 12 i mean there was a time where on one of my contracts i didn't have a day off for six months I worked, that'll make you go crazy I, I worked seven days a week 12 hours a day like i was at my desk 12 hours a day seven days a week so like which is fantastic for like owning my own business now where I don't mind fucking working on Sunday night. It, Sunday night is the exact you used to. Yeah. It's the exact same as Tuesday night, but you also, I think devalue like holidays kind of, I mean, this is my, what do you mean devalue holidays like, for, where in, in Afghanistan, in the States, oh. because you, you worked through those holidays before. So it doesn't even matter. And this is me yeah. personally talking where like, I don't give a shit about Thanksgiving. Like I, yeah. I, 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 I mean, we had to work on Martin Luther King Day for this thing, and I asked my editor, I was like, do you need to offer this? We're really short on time. And we were all like, no, none of us care. Right. Let's get the job done. Right. Yeah. So, you know, like Christmas that. is harder, but like, it's the same shit, where it's like, if I don't care, then let's just get the job right. done. 100%. It's the level of, like, you coming back and people bitch about, I got to drive, like, you, you get to drive in your own car for 
a half hour to work to work eight <laughs> hours like shut up like, <laughs> you get to stop at mcdonald's on the way to work yeah. fuck up a mcgriddle yeah. and shut up the, the creature comforts of the u.s having good internet right like, yeah. you just like loving it you're just loving yeah, it like you have high speed again yeah, like, like it's like I, I remember this. my roommate when, when he was like, I was like, oh, you're online in college. Like, you're online? Like, tell me when you're done so I can I can check my email too. Like, you know what I mean? Because like getting back online was a fucking process. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, getting yeah. real internet. Like you'd go to Thailand and Thailand like, you know, has better internet than we do in some of those, some wow. of those hotels. They have. Yeah, yeah, sure. Some were slow. Yeah, well, like Japan, like Japan was that way. Over there. What, slow? No, it was fucking awesome. Super, I, yeah, I would assume Japan yeah. would be like the future. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember when the end of... um. What's that movie where the black guy and the dude who married that chick from Bull Durham and they were in prison together? The guy, the guy who married his granddaughter was the black guy. In real life, he married his granddaughter. Oh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah, yeah. What was that movie? They were in prison. Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. And so he gets out and he was talking about like, right. I have to pee every day at 10 a.m. because that's when I was allowed to go sure. pee. So it was like it was hard to like say you can pee whenever you want now other things like that right. where you're like oh the system is like oh i can get back to doing whatever i want instead of having to be on schedules and, and or vice versa getting i don't know up and going somewhere like before you didn't have you're on a base where are you gonna go you can't go anywhere you can't go anywhere yeah. it's an island <laughs> yeah. you'd have to walk like st- or i would have to like tromp through this fucking snow to go take a shower I mean, just oh. shit like that. That I mean, then you go into like some of the bathrooms and like the toilet seats are fucking broke, like because they they stand on. You know, it's the eastern, so they squat. Yeah. So they, they would have also, squats on the on the bases. No, they would. The, the locals would stand on your the toilet seats oh. and snap the toilet seats. Oh, because <laughs> so, they don't know how to use it by sitting on it. Right, right. Or else, <laughs> like the showers are just nasty. They're, they're you know doing their laundry in the sink where you're brushing your teeth, like. Oh. Some of that kind of stuff is a little bit rough. But. Like these dudes that, like dudes that live, like I lived out in the sticks a lot, so we lived in tents. Yeah. So beat off either in the shower or the porta john. So the showers and shit were just fucking <laughs> full of jizz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Porta johns everywhere on the walls. Like, uh, yeah. has there been a ghost here? Yeah. Why is it so slimy? Oh, I have a funny story about a fucking flashlight. My, uh, my, so my wife, uh, you, they inspect your mail, like whenever you mail shit home. Yeah. So. Like ammunition and like... So you can't send that. Right. Okay. So then they inspect every piece of mail that's leaving, uh, that you're mailing out. So my uh, my wife for Valentine's Day, she sends like a flashlight as kind of a joke or whatever. Yeah. You know, like... Sort of a joke, sort of not. Yeah. <laughs> Think of me when you're using this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so the... And everybody lives in like fucking tent city, like a tent mafia or like you live in a tent, man. Like, so everybody has flashlights and all that shit. So it, it was like a legitimate thing to have in Afghanistan if you had a lid on it. So... I'm in the mail room, like sending all my shit home, and like the guy is like digging through my box. I'm hoping he doesn't find like <laughs> shit, you know, other shit. And then he whips out this, which I didn't even think about. He grabs his fucking flashlight, holds it up. He's like, "Oh, you must live in the tents." Like, <laughs> like just bite like, your tongue and like uh, put that back in there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, Come never on, man. The lid, like he's not going to inspect inside. <laughs> right. I know what's in here. It's probably not a bullet. <laughs> yeah. It's probably a fucking load. <laughs> yeah, handle that without rubber gloves on. Yeah. That's sketchy. <laughs> See, that's one of those where like, don't fucking bring it up, man. <laughs> this this is the invasion of private. You're looking for weapons. That's it. <laughs> don't embarrass me. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. As far as coming home, though, like, I could see, like, when a uh, cabinet door would close in the kitchen or something, I'd be a little jumpy. Yeah. When a what? I'd be a little jumpy, like a cabinet door would close Why? hard or something just from the shells and stuff. Oh, you know? really? Like, you'd get hit. Like, I was in a couple spots where it was every night. 
Mortars. You know, yeah, mortars would. Damn. I can't imagine the guys that are actually in the shit because, like, we were, we never seen anything, you know, we are no firefights or anything like that, you know, but we're relative to it. And I can't, you know, I had a few things when I got home. I can't imagine what the guys are actually that had it help, in it uh, popping off all the time. Yeah. Did you uh, know any military, you became friends with the military guys at all? Every, there's so many more contractors yeah. that I would, I, I, I mean, just in my area, I would be, because I, would, I got friend, friendly with like the jujitsu guys, you know? Like, yeah. It's your circle, right. whoever it is. Right. Yeah. I hung out with the military guys mostly all the time. That you did? The only people I. Because you had the background. Yeah. Yeah. And there wasn't, I was like one of the only civilians around because I was out. Oh, right. Yeah. Stuff, so it, I really had no one else to hang out with. But Did you, did you see any of them like? You know, hey, where's Tony today? And it's like, oh, Tony's gone. Fortunately, no. Oh, good. Just because when we were drilling, we're drilling on base. We aren't leaving. So all the guys that I worked with stayed on base. Didn't have to take fire. Yeah, didn't have to go out on patrols or anything like that. Yeah. Patrols would seem like fun if it was like in Joshua Tree and <laughs> nobody was trying to get you. But it was just your buddies walking around. Maybe you could leave your guns at home too, so it was too heavy. <laughs> Super soakers. Yeah, take some mushrooms, maybe a bottle of wine, like a water bottle full of wine with you and some water. Some That'd be fun. Scene. That'd be a fun patrol. Yeah, then there's those guys out there clearing roads. Like, <laughs> not as fun. <laughs> like a metal uh, detector. It's like one step at a time. Oh. And then you'd see like the the lo- there's a like our bomb squad and then you would see like the locals where they just have like a little visor over their face like <laughs> it's such bullshit like they're out there doing like with a toothbrush like dipping like to see if there's <laughs> like, it's such bullshit <laughs> you're probably gonna be okay <laughs> but their, their level of like of safety is so non-existent like they've never heard of osha so like i mean you had to my buddy uh also did the he was like one of uh, an engineer for the base, so like construction engineering stuff. So like he would have to talk to him about wearing fucking boots, like standing on rebar. Like he would have to argue with him to get to wear boots. Really? And, I mean, you're dealing with like rusty shit everywhere, uh. and then they would tie off to like their buddy. You know, like rather than tying off to like a structure, they would just tie off to their to buddy. their so, friend. Yeah, so they both they die. both go oh. <laughs> like, like it doesn't even make sense but they, they, they also don't like they just don't know man like yeah, yeah there's no like regulations or right whatsoever. there's safety in numbers you're like that's yeah. not how this works right. that's not that doesn't translate to this and you would see like and the way they drive in the roads and stuff too holy yeah. shit well and they they would they would steal shit like there would be local afghanis that were doing construction for us too so like you would they would peel off a, like the a, the side panel uh-huh of like the sheetrock or whatever and they would look at their wiring and it's just like scotch locked together like little pieces that because like we had to and they would just take that they, they would take our scraps from the garbage and piece it all together in the wall so it's like a, a huge fire hazard but we had to cut it up in like small pieces so they couldn't make like roadside bombs and shit with it like so uh. like our, our computer wires we'd have to cut them in small pieces and then meld them or you know burn everything so they couldn't use it as a, a for IED shit damn weird so, they wouldn't think twice about it. They don't have electricity in their house. How the fuck do they know about not scotch-locking shit together? Yeah, you're right. It's like, I don't know if you touch these two metals together, right. then the light goes on. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty fucking crazy, though. Right? Damn. All right, well, it's 420. Let's smoke some pot and go eat Fogo de Chao. Sounds good. I'm in. Nice, guys. There's nothing you want to promote, right? It's going to fucking anonymous. America. America. <laughs> Just like you disappoint 
That's the episode, you guys. Thank you very much for tuning in. Don't forget to set your DVRs for This Is Not Happening every Tuesday night. we got five weeks left. Um, Tuesday night at 12.30 a.m. on Comedy Central. This Is Not Happening. And the YouTube stories are all out now. Not all out. Some are out. They come once a week. And Diaz's, one of Diaz's two stories of this year is out Tuesday on the YouTube page. Go to This Is Not Happening playlist on YouTube and find it all. Uh, and don't forget to come watch me at continuing the End of the Road tour in Irvine, March 24th. It's the end of Irvine Road and the end of the Tempe, Arizona Road. The Phoenix Road takes me to the Tempe Improv. March 31st to April 2nd. Um, did I mispronounce 31st both times I said it, the beginning and the outro? Yes, I did. So there's this place in San Diego called Rockies. It is a burger place and a bar, mostly a bar, but they have burgers. They have cheeseburgers and hamburgers, half pound and third of pound. I got high. I got high and I went there. That's not what this dope meal is about. It was delicious as shit. Went there on Thursday. And uh, yeah, I loved it. Maybe Friday. Friday. It was great. And um, I just do really good burgers there. It's somewhere in Pacific Beach, I think. Uh, Rockies. Um, anyway, telling the guys about it. Moses and, uh, and uh, Rashidi. And they were like, yeah, let's go. And I'm like, well, I just went. So we waited an extra day. And then on Saturday... We went, we got super stoned, got in the car, drove over there. And if you're law enforcement, let's reverse the order on those. And we crutched in, I crutched in and it was mobbed. It was mobbed. It's Saturday. Everyone's there on a Saturday because it's too good. It's really, what are we going to do? I can't stand up. We can normally, I could stand up and eat it. But I got these crutches, so that ain't, ain't going to happen. I need a wall at least to lean, lean against. I'm a handicap now, you guys. So we're like, what are we going to do? We're stoned out of our minds. It's hard to make decisions when you're stoned. So we're outside. Like, what should we do? It's a nice day. We look across the kitty corner. There's a brunch. Next door, there's a place called Breakfast Only or some shit like that. I should look this up. Um, and... So we're like, let's just do that. We look inside. There's some people there. And we're about to go in. And then Hormos gets a great idea. Well, hold on. Let's stop. Let's exa- We looked at the menu. The menu seemed fine. He goes, let's see if... Let's see if it looks any good. You know? Let's see on Yelp. Rocky's Crown Pub was the place. Was the burger place. Rocky's Crown Pub. I mean, man, delicious. And so right next door was this was a spot. Where is it? The menu? Maybe it's called the menu. Yeah, it might be called the menu. Um, and Hormo was like, let's look on Yelp. So we looked on Yelp, four stars. So then we went in. And Hormo was like, see, it helps to have Yelp. But I'm like, no, because we're already going to go in. We're already going to go in. And then you stopped us from going in to say, let's check it out, what other people have said about it. And then we, so we really just delayed us. Just delayed us 40 seconds while we looked it up. And you don't get the joy of going, I wonder if this place will be good. And it was delicious. Only breakfast. So fucking good. 
They had a chili omelet inside and outside. Really enjoyed it. You got to put a bunch of tapatio sauce on it. They do have a habanero pepper sauce. It's pretty good, but the taste goes weird with the chili. Also, there was a waitress who was very friendly. Not in that way. I wasn't didn't mean it. It sounded insinuating, right? No. She was just from Boston area. One of the guys that was with us was from New Hampshire or Boston or something like that. They hit it off. And she did a great job. Listen, waitress says, if you're dealing with stone clients, it's okay to talk to them. But really just talk to the guy who's you're trying to talk to and then everyone else just ignore. Let me just veg out. I'll watch your conversation. I'll be interested in it. But I don't need to participate. And she didn't obligate me to participate. You know how they do that with their eye, like look down, like when you're with a group of people, you look at one person, you're like, oh, maybe I'll look at him, maybe I'll be, he'll be involved. She didn't do that. She just stuck it in with the one dude. It was great. It was an interesting conversation they had about New Hampshire and about Boston. I just enjoyed watching it. Then I ate my food, fucking shot it out an hour later. Delicious. So everybody, check out the menu right next to Rocky's Crown Pub in somewhere in San Diego. Oh, it's right here. Rocky's Crown Pub. 3786 Ingraham Street, San Diego. I think that's PB. Anyway, you guys, that's the episode. Um, thank you very much for uh, the dudes for fucking joining me. I appreciate it. Interesting material, I think. Interesting material. It sounds like it's a real fucking waste of money out there. I mean, we spent 80% of our budget on defense. And it's mostly this. It's mostly just fucking wasted stuff. We could easily spend 40% of our budget on that shit. But we don't. By the way, you guys voting for... Who are you voting for? Who's everybody voting for? I'm torn between two votes. Donald Trump and Bernie Sanders. Maybe I'll talk about it next week. Yeah, I'll talk about it next week. In the intro. Um, either way, I think they're both the same road to a revolution. Peaceful or violent. Two ways to go, but either way, we're going to redo this shit. Uh, all right, you guys, let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. That's the episode. Um, we used to have that canteen they were talking about, by the way. We used to have that at Arlington National Cemetery. and We could go in there and buy those fucking 39 cent, you know, tubes of toothpaste. There were regular... Crests, they were just subsidized by the government. It was great. I only went in there once, but it was just like a you know a 7-Eleven, but a little smaller and way cheaper. Why are they wasting all that money? I mean, I guess it's not gonna half of me thinks I should get angry, and half of me thinks just let it go. You're not gonna change it. Get on with your life. So that's what I'm doing. You guys, thank you for tuning in. Ari Shabritsk, don't forget to set your DVRs if they're not happening. And seriously, tell like 25 people. If you like the show, tell a bunch of people about it. Get the word out. Do me a favor. Skeptic Tank, episode 257. Money for nothing. All about these defense contractors. Thank you very much. Have a good night. Hasta la vista. Be back in New York in April. Goodbye. I'm definitely forgetting something, but whatever. Do what you do. in their masses Just like witches at black masses In the fields of bodies burning As 
Oh uh-huh. 